three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Oh, you didn't know? Come on, come on. Your ass better call somebody! <laughs> is that it? Is that I don't, is that I don't, I don't know. I mean, the, the original, the normal open's not in here for some reason. It got deleted somewhere. I don't know who did it. The vibes are off. The, the vibes, vibes could not be more off. But I we're mean, doing it again the second week in a row. I feel even less confident about tomorrow night than I did beforehand. Oh, we're screwed. Welcome in, everybody. We're utterly screwed. (laughs) It is the Mike Rutherford Show. It is Thursday, September 8th. We came in today. Trevor Kelsey could not find the intro. We don't know what happened. It wasn't on the computer. So he's like, all right, we'll play an old one. He played the We Ready, which actually kind of fit. I'm like, all right, this is pump-up music. we got NFL starting tonight. We've yeah, got we the do. game tomorrow. And then it just stopped playing about five seconds in. So here we are. Well, that's kind of like how the, the Cardinals have played against Syracuse. About five seconds in, they just stopped. Unbelievable. I don't. I mean, I, mean, I really have no idea where the Open went to. Like, is uh, this Wednesday night show? Are they screwing with us? I mean, I, I assume there was emails deleted. I don't. It's just an email. Like the email was open when I got here, but anyways, like I even like searched through the emails and it's like nowhere to be found. <laughs> like they deleted it and permanently deleted it. Like I'm per- like, ha ha ha. Is this because I keep moving the headphone jack? Is it, is it, <laughs> every time I come in here after a Wednesday, they've like messed with the headphone. I'm like, we have like 15 pairs of headphones in here. I'm sorry. I'm in here every single day. I moved one mic around slightly when I do the show. They're that mad about it that they just deleted our entire intro. I, mean, I think so. It's a deep cut. I mean, I've got to almost applaud it. I got to find it. I know. I'm pretty sure I have it at home. I, I mean, <laughs> off to a rousing start. Unbelievable. Uh, this is the Thursday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know it as the Big X. Uh, we're here until five o'clock again today. Who the hell died? Short show again today. Did you? <laughs> did you seriously not know? No, I woke up like two thirty. Who? Queen Elizabeth is dead. Oh, okay. Queen of England. I was like, which member of Queen? I put that. I was like, did Brian May die? I was like, he's the only one I can remember that's still alive. I tweeted that as a joke on the like the the teasing tweet uh, set for the show today. I was like, does Trevor know that the Queen is dead? Which well, is like ninety eight. I mean, ninety six. Okay, it, I and mean. you found out via text. My wife is our the Mike Rutherford show royal family correspondent. Mary Rutherford is is crushed. People have been sending in all their thoughts and prayers to her directly, not just the Queen, uh, all day long. But yeah, she's she's dead. It's over. King Charles now. Oh, we have a king now. Yeah, he's automatically the king. King Charles now. Is that the one that was married to Diane? Diana. Diana? Yes. Okay. That guy's king? He's king. That guy was a goober, wasn't he? Still kind of is. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people were wondering, like, <laughs> is Queen Elizabeth going to outlive him and he's never going to be king? And I was like, I was like, probably a good thing, maybe. I was like, it'd almost be more funny if he like died two days from now, just like finally like gets to be king, and then boom, done, <laughs> it's over. The, 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 the lost line, and isn't it ironic by Alanis Morissette? Which <laughs> also wouldn't be irony, but still, <laughs> you get to live to be king, and then two days later, you croak. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so there, there, that's the big news of the day. So who's after King Charles? It'll be. Um, What's his name? Prince, um, the the older one of Diana's sons. What's his name? Is it the one that looks like Carson the... Wentz? What? Is it the one that looks like Carson Wentz? No, no, no. That's who married um, the American girl. No, no, no. That's that's Harry. Oh, okay. Who's the other one? Uh, the one who was like the heartthrob growing up. My, my wife's gonna kill me if she's listening to the show. I could not tell you when. I, you're, the only reason I remember Charles, it, I wouldn't even if it wasn't for Diana, I wouldn't remember Charles. Um, because yeah. he cheated on her, didn't he? Oh yeah. 
Like, yeah. It was he, a big deal. He got blackmailed uh, back William, in... William, of course. William. Oh, it's William. Okay, Started yeah. losing his hair early. Made me feel better about losing my hair. I was like, <laughs> I was like, if Prince William, on the cover of, like, Teen Bob magazine, can lose his hair, then it must not be that Is there bad. any fat people in the royal family? Um, Like, do we have a King Ralph in there anywhere? Like a, like a fun fat... Yeah, royal, what's the last time you saw, like, a really a fat king? The royal family does need a fun fat guy. I mean... You want to make them more relatable. You want to make the monarchy more relatable. <laughs> get a fun fat guy in there somewhere. I mean, when's the last time we saw, like, a fat uh, monarchy? Like, back in, like, the like 1800s or something? Well, yeah. It's usually when they're, like, let them eat cake type people. We need a, we, we, we need a fun yeah, fat Yeah, and, and they're always, like, tyrants. They're always, like, evil because they're eating all the food and the peasants are starving. Because that's the big problem. People are saying the monarchy's outdated. They, you know, they can't relate to the average yeah. person anymore. Fun fat guy. Interject him. I think we should. Whoever the yeah, I mean, we had Meghan Markle. You know, he's gonna be jolly. A little bit of American energy. I think we just need fun fact, like you know, a Farley type character. Get Kevin James in the royal family. Somebody marry Kevin James. <laughs> I mean, why can't I be in the royal family? Is we there... need Princess Charlotte, who's the the daughter of um, William and and Kate. Eventually, we need her to marry whoever the, the next big fun fat guy is in, in American pop culture. Didn't William and Kate have like eight kids at once? No, no, no. They've got I think three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's one Charlotte's available. Charlotte, well, she's like five, so I wouldn't use that term. <laughs> That's so wouldn't describe way. it that way. <laughs> Who, any of them at legal age available? No. When yeah. she gets old, yeah, I'm gonna marry that baby. <laughs> when she gets old enough, we need whoever the, like the, the Chris Farley of the next era is to be in the royal family. It's a, it's a move. Well, I'm, I'm for thinking all about myself. Well, I mean, you're. I mean, it's. Have I missed the boat? I think that boat has passed. I think who, that ship is sailed. Who was? Who did I need to go? Did that, Diane was too old for me. Diana was too old. Yeah. You keep calling her Diane, too. Which is, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it kind of does. Overrated. <laughs> there she is. 25 years after her death, Trevor Kelsey has weighed in to say overrated. By the way, you're rocking the, the Philadelphia Eagles jersey today. I'm rocking. Who is it? Um, Is that Reggie White? Jerome Brown, baby. Jerome Brown. Was underrated defensive ends, uh, defensive tackles of all time. You've got the. I told you this. I described this shirt yesterday. The Detroit Lions shirt that I I'm almost 100 positive you got the day they last won a playoff game. It's, it was like it's like a retro thing. I told you this was like the wedding gift for, for like a guy whose wedding I was in, and he even now like me wasting away at like 95 pounds or whatever it's I wear is still very tight. Rodney, God love him, thinks that everybody is like just like him, very fit, always going to be fit, and wears this like skin tight clothes. Uh, I, I enjoy the shirt. It's just a little too small on me, even now. But I haven't been able to wear the shirt since, like, the day I got it for his wedding several years ago. And now I'm busting it out because you're like, I want to see the Lions repertoire. And tomorrow we got cards games, so we're going to have to go cards gear. Or yeah. I'm at least going to have to go cards I'm, gear. I'm sure I can find Yeah, I don't have a lot of... I, I've, I've sent my complaints out to not only the royal family doesn't believe it and doesn't hate fat people, but so does the Louisville shop. Because their 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 big and tall section is very limited. You're upset with that, about that? I'm very. I, I am because you know I'm going to buy stuff. I mean, you you know if if they would make it available, I'm probably going to purchase it. I think I have at least one of every item they have available on there in big and tall. I but, loved um, speaking of the, the the I mentioned yesterday we we got the car back, right? Yes, not just that. Yeah. So we finally took the the hot the uh, the forerunner that we've been driving for like three months back in. And they they were cool about it. Again, if you didn't listen to the show sure back they in were June, nice about it. if you if you took the summer off and weren't listening to Mike Rutherford show, first of all, how dare you? Second of all, you may have missed. Like we were in Mary's hometown for a wedding, a woman ran a stop sign, T boned us, totaled our car, not totaled our car, but but hurt our car. You would think told it took you three months to get it back. Well, we found it quickly, like body shops, like everywhere else. You know, working behind the times. There's you know whatever the supply issues, supply chain issues, like short staffed. You couldn't find anywhere to get like your car in until like October. The earliest we could find was, you know, we, we had a insurance in and then somebody helped us out. We were able to get uh, into shout to Khan's body shop on Barstown Road. And 
like even there, it was like a little shout out. It's going to be like, well, you know, they they helped us out. It was going to be like three months, and so thankfully, her insurance covered it, and it was like you can have a rental car for ninety days. We take the, the rental car back today. First of all, I walk in. The guy's like got his head down, doesn't even notice me for like five seconds. Like, oh, sorry, man. Like, it's like I've been watching my phone. It's like Queen died. I was like, she did. I'm aware. <laughs> Am I the last one to find? You out may have been the last this? one to know. <laughs> but so we after the 90 day we had with the rental car, he's like, he's like, this was day 91. So we gotta we gotta clear it with uh, with State Farm, and then you should get your deposit back tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, not, I was like one day over. Unbelievable. Uh, but we finally got the car back. No more California license plates. Uh, you know, driving through red Kentucky being criticized for our West Coast liberal license plates. Everybody just keying our cars. No, no, no nobody cares. Um, but we, the foreigners go on. Highlander's back. We're feeling good. I almost didn't even notice because, I mean, it's... You, didn't it's even, you pulled right into me next to me in the parking lot, which, by the way, beat you here for the second day in a row. Yeah, which is shocking. I know. And you didn't even notice that it was me sitting there. I mean, I, I'm, I'm having to adjust to remembering the traffic that is living near Westport Middle School. It, it takes me almost five minutes just to get out of my neighborhood. Well, this is like week four of school, so... It, Shouldn't be taking you this long. Well, I mean, it takes a while for me to adjust to a lot of things. It clearly does. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it'll be about it'll be another six months before I, I just I accept the fact that the the queen is gone. Mary texted in and said, "Do you need the royal correspondent to call into the show today?" Well, wait, the phones don't work, so good luck. <laughs> you can try. We're gonna have to call you if we're gonna make that happen. Has she, did she has she gone back? I know this is before her time, a little before mine too as well. But did she ever go back and like rewatch like the Princess Diana uh, Charles wedding, the big uh, extravaganza? If that there's it was? been anything royal wedding that's been televised she's watched it multiple times i was every time you tell me about how mary's obsession with the royal family i think of i know i brought this up before the episode night the show of night court the uh uh marcy the the district attorney she was obsessed with princess diana and the, mm-hmm. the, the royal wedding that's always think of when you talk about mary's obsession with that i told her once i told her the story of when because we just passed the the 25 year anniversary of princess diana dying and that's crazy. Like, I remember when it happened. I had it was early on in the school year, and I had two of my my best friends over to my house for like a sleepover because I think it was a, it was a Saturday night, and we were excited to watch Saturday Night Live. And they cut into Saturday Night Live and like preempted it like, and like stay with national coverage. Did they really? And we were furious. We were like, put on Saturday Night Live. Okay, we get it. <laughs> and I told her the story back when we were dating, and she was she was like appalled. She like almost like broke up with me because my twelve year old self wanted to watch Saturday Night Live more than Princess Diana's death coverage. She's like. She's like, I can't believe. It. I'm like, I was. 12. We wanted to watch Saturday Night Live. We were young. Like, sorry. Like, okay. She was. She was dead. Like, 15 minutes after the coverage, I'm like, all right, let's move on. Let's. I want to so, laugh. Something tells me Mary will never like. Probably one of my favorite uh, skits uh, from one of Bill Maher's stand-ups about Princess Diana. She'd probably hate it. Yeah. She, yeah. I, it's what got him. It's what got him kicked off uh, ABC. I know what you're talking about. When, he, when the the most influential people. Yeah, she would not like it. Yeah. <laughs> She's ahead of Stalin. There are people. <laughs> Good? No. Influential? Slightly. <laughs> He's not wrong. Uh, the Thornton Sucks line today, by the way, 502-414-1450, as always. Uh, text into the show, and then while you're at it, download the Refreshing Rewards app. It's going to save you money every time you stop into one of the 56,602 area Thornton's locations, I'm whether sorry. it's inside, outside, at the pump, buying coffee, getting whatever, the Refreshing Rewards program is going to save you money at Thornton's. Again, the number 502-414-1450. I'm going to be saving on it, and I'm glad there are 42,962 and one is right next to us because I am on fumes pulling up today. I went there yesterday after the show. I, 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 I got home. The light, came, the light came on just as I was pulling up last night. And I thought, should I turn around and go back and get gas, or should I just get it, leave a little earlier tomorrow and get it? And the, the, the lazy person in me last night goes, I'll just leave a few minutes early tomorrow. But unfortunately, the lazy person forgot about the lack of short-term memory that the 
preacher person will have. Mm. So when mm. I got in the car, been there, running behind, I turned the car on and the light comes on. I was like, oh crap, I forgot about the gas light. Luckily, I mean, you've got enough to, I had, I mean, when yeah. the light comes on, when you get like 30 miles, maybe it's always more than you think. Yeah. It's like 30 or 40. I wish I had, cause does your car have the, the mileage? The yeah. tells you, see, mine's not, nice. oh, I it's hate nice. not having that. Now we had yesterday, cause I went to Thornton's after the show because when I knew we were taking the rental back today and when they, when we got it, they were like, there's a quarter tank in there bring it back with just a quarter tank. That's all you got to do. Yeah. And so I filled it up yesterday to slightly less than a quarter tank. You know why? Because bleep the man. That's why. <laughs> I was like, come at me. about. How being, are you judging? Were you come gonna, at me about it being a fifth of a tank. Did, were you, I was like, we're going to go like, give me five bucks on it. I might be right back. This, I don't know. Or like 10 bucks. Oh, I, I guesstimated. Okay. I was like, it was more like, you know, hell, like a quarter tank. If you'd gone like over, bucks. would you just driven around the block for half an hour? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> circling i saw the guy the guy like turned it on when we were I was taking it back today he like looked at the mileage like looked at everything and he was like all right everything looks good i was like you sucker mike one you zero <laughs> eat it and i got a free day out i of saved it. three dollars on your ass and you got a free day out of it and i got a free day out of it yeah. well hopefully hopefully stay full now did you <laughs> trash is like did you just deposit let, gone did you just let the inside of the car just go to hell no nah, i cleaned it, it up we cleaned, oh, it, out. I cleaned okay. it out yesterday that's right because you, well, you are also in the same household that cleans up before the maid comes over right Yes. And, <laughs> I mean, I just don't. Why? Why? I mean, you're not. Just, just letting. Their job is they have people that, that are hired there specifically to you clean that car out. You made your thoughts on this well known. I mean. You made your thoughts on this well known. We didn't like take don't a vacuum. deprive the man of his, 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 his station in life. I didn't take a vacuum to the car, but like I you know, cleaned out the trash and moved everything over back to the other car. Oh, I would have put stuff in that, like, that was like meaning to take to the dump and out of the house and just throw it in the trunk. Well, that's you. They got no fridge box back there. <laughs> Half working microwave in the trunk. That's you. Uh, shout out to my guy, Larry from Orlando. Just tweeted in uh, at Card Chronicle, at Trevor Kelsey on Twitter, by the way, if you want to chime in with the show there. said, afternoons are better with WXVW 1450 the Mike Rutherford Show. Go Cards. Beat Purdue. Hell, I mean UCF. <laughs> Cards forever. We're even better when we can get like the audio to work. Sometimes we've got. Speaking of uh, for <laughs> tomorrow, we'll, we'll obviously we'll talk a little UCF today. We'll talk far more UCF tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be a little bit interesting because again, nine seventy WGTK, our sister station, is the new home for Cardinal athletics. You can always hear UVL football, and then once basketball season gets here, basketball as well on nine seventy this year. Uh, great signal. None of the problems that we sometimes have over here. So you know, it's all good there. But because we now have this partnership, and because we have the games. Uh, tomorrow's show will be a little bit different. We'll go three to five. Will be normal Mike Rutherford show, and then five to six thirty will technically be. It's still going to be Trevor and I, but we'll technically be the pre pregame show. Like we'll lead you into Paul Rogers and company. Suckers. <laughs> You're gonna have to do because I. So I used to do this show before when we were at seven ninety. We would do the pre. We'd go to the stadium. We'd do the pre pregame show, and or I think we would do it for road games. We'd do it remotely. And the first year it was me, John, and Howie Lindsay. And the, the two years after that, it was just me and John. And I kind of, again, these these were not great seasons once we got to 790. Oh, this was 2017, 2018. And then 2019 was, was good. But I kind of had to be the bad guy, especially in 2018, when, you know, John, love him for his optimism. Certainly, like, it was always, you know, every day was a great day to be a Cardinal. It was his, his catchphrase. And I was kind of like, I'm always happy to be a Cardinal, but there are some days that aren't so great to be a Cardinal, yeah. and I'm not willing to, I, I'm going to say that. So especially during that 2018 season when we were, you know, riding like a six-game losing streak, we'd be on the pregame show, and John would be like, you know, this we turned around, we're going to beat, uh, you know, Wake Forest uh, 62 to, to, you know, 61. And I'd have to be like, 
Wake 49 to 7. <laughs> and so now with you and I, I feel like we don't have, we're leading into the, pre, the official pregame show and then the official game coverage. And we're both kind of down right now. So it's going to be, <laughs> it's gonna be bad. we're going to have, we're going to call it like it is. We'll try to, to drum up some enthusiasm for the game, obviously, because we do that anyway. Even though we're, we're upset about the way things went on Syracuse, it's not like we're not going to be excited for the game once it gets here tomorrow night. It's not like we're not going to be rooting for Louisville um, to turn things around and, and, you know, get the ship headed back in the right direction. And last year's, it proves anything. It's not like we're not going to have some blind optimism at some point after being teased with maybe a win or two. We will. I mean, if, you know, I'm saying this right now. I never know how I'm going to feel once the actual game day gets here. I mean, Tuesday, Monday was Labor Day. Tuesday on the show, I'm still feeling like the game just happened. I'm very upset. Even yesterday, if you listen to the show, you know I was not feeling overly optimistic about things. (laughs) Today, I'm kind of like just trying to put it behind me. And then tomorrow, I don't know. You you never know. Like I may get here and be like, all right, bleep the Golden Knights. Let's make something happen. I mean, I am going to be that way because I want that to happen. I may not be optimistic that it's going to happen, but you still root like hell. This is still our team. We're still, we've waited eight months to get to this season. I'm not going to just like stop watching the games or just be miserable fan, even though I may feel like that inside, uh, which is kind of where I am. I don't have a whole lot of hope for this, but I'm still going to get excited. Once the game day gets, you only get 12 of these for God's sake. I'm going to be excited. I'm going to try to be. You just reminded me, by the way, the last last season I did do pregames for. I wouldn't say they were official pregames, but pregames nonetheless was the 2008 season. Yeah, oh. yeah that we're was, both cursed. I know. Are we the issue? That was you saying that made me think. I was like, well, I was like, I'm next. I've never done really a pregame or anything close to. I mean, I guess I have, you know, unofficially. If you know, you land on a on a day where you know a Friday like this one, I guess where the games kind of leading into it, but. That season we did we had like we'd set up the stage across the street from Papa John's and uh-huh. uh, with the uh, with the ticket at the time I was with and we but this wasn't like the, you weren't, weren't doing it for like eight forty or seven nine like no not, no, not we, no we, we were just doing op yeah we show. we set up I've done those was, before it was too. like we're going to be out there Chip Cosby used to come out there a lot with us See, I've done those I've done those for good seasons but they yeah. weren't like official well that was games. the only one I've done and that's the only one I've done since so. Not a not a good sign. <laughs> We're gonna be okay. I mean, it's bad enough that's the season that we brought up that Syracuse game reminded us mostly of the that season, the twenty seven two UK loss. Yeah, that was the same season. So it was. Uh, and, and positive note though, that team did that was the year that they did win two in a row after that first season. Well, I told you they ended up going five and two. Yeah, five. Well, yeah, starting five and two. And they just they yeah. beat a ranked South Florida team. Scott Long scored the game winning touchdown. Everybody was like, "See, told you, told you about cracks. Told you it was just Petrino's characters." And then we lost five. Games in a row. Well, we we had the the Kansas State win over Josh Freeman when we go with uh, Brom yeah. calling plays. I believe that was like a Wednesday night game. Yes, it was. It was a late night Wednesday night game because Mary and I had just started hanging out, and it was kind of like <laughs> a like, are we sitting next to each other at this game? Like, how's this going to go? It was just very, kind of a very awkward. And then there was a huge storm right after that. Like, my house lost all power. Her house lost all power. It was like this very very wild deal. Like that was when it was like technically a hurricane hit hit Louisville. It was all this sort of weird weather stuff was happening. In that span, when we first started dating, there was like a hurricane, there was an ice storm, and then something else just, just wild happened in like a four-month period. Which I, was actually, I was actually in that post-game press conference, too. Did you ask a question? Uh, I don't remember if I did or not. Have you ever asked a question at a post-game press conference? Uh, I asked Patino a few times. Did you ask him anything that, that got you in trouble? Oh, yeah, the yeah, Derek Kirkter transfer stuff. What would you say? He, I, for some reason, he, just, he, he made a broad comparison to Roderick Rhodes with him. Somehow, I can't remember why or how. And, of course, the rumor was, you know, character was going to be heading out. Patino, you know, freezing to admit to it. Even though um, it was inevitably going to happen. And I just kind of, like, called him out. I was like, well, you can kind of compare the story to Roger Rhodes. Rhodes transferred to USC. 
He's like, well, it's not that. He just kind of snapped back at me. He was like, that's not, not exactly the same in that way. I was like, gotcha journalism. Yeah, I was just kind of like, it wasn't even gotcha. It was kind of like, wait a minute. Did, didn't you just say this and that? And he, that's the only time he actually kind of, and, and, and I wouldn't say young Trevor because Trevor was, I guess I was what, like 29 years old maybe or whatever at the time. But I was just kind of like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, coach. Did you? <laughs> like, pat, I'm like the dog who gets yelled at. I'm like, when I'm, when I'm walking, I see Khaleesi's nose in the trash. I'm like, Khaleesi! I'm like, my ears went back. I'm like, I'm sorry. Don't please don't yell at me. Like, yeah. I, I may have even gotten on the ground and rolled over and showed my belly. I can't remember. Man. The only time we ever like really got, because he would give me bleep every once every interview, but it was usually like lighthearted, like oh, like you think you know, like you're stupid, and, and you know, he's kind of like play along. The only time he got really mad at me was during the this was during the Katina Powell stuff, and it was after it, it had kind of passed, and like I straight up had to ask because nobody would ask the question. I was like, you know, there are all sorts of rumors out there, like, will you be Louisville's head coach next season, or do you plan on being Louisville's head coach next season? He's like, why would you even ask me that? All this stuff, like he's like, he's like, I haven't given you any education that you haven't. I'm like, well, it's the question everybody's asked. Nobody's asked you flatly, and he was like. He's like Dan. He was just pissed. And he texted me after, kind of like you know, why that doesn't even need to come up. And I'm like, yes, it does. Like this is the only question that anybody's asking right now is whether or not you plan on being here next year. So that was the only time I think he got I felt, genuinely mad at me. Yeah, he, he never got mad. And I had got the chance to interview him a couple other times, like on radio. But yeah, in person was the only time it actually he, he got me that one time. Um, I think that was like my second or third. Pre- it was an early press conference too in my radio days too. So I was like, it's coming like, in hot. Yeah. We uh we've got NFL starting tonight, so we'll let Trevor. Yeah, baby, woo! We'll do some NFL prediction stuff tonight. Trevor will be, I think, more excited about that than I, I will. Hear the John Facenda's voice in my ears. He's excited about it. He's pumped. I uh, do have a, a couple of okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple of U of L notes to get to. Um, a couple of other things to get to before we start diving into to Central Florida stuff. Uh, we also had I don't know if you saw any of the. The press conference this morning, which again, the email goes out yesterday. People are like, "These fire in Satterfield." Like, no. <laughs> oh, did we name the arena? No, the we, stadium is it? Is it? <laughs> no, we we knew it was going to happen because again, poor Rocco saw all the speculation, and finally, like three hours later, was like, "Just to clear anything up, this is about the Angels NV Bourbon, uh, you know, club, <laughs> yeah. the Cardinal Stadium, which I guess formerly was the Brown and Williamson Club." And is they, this the first year it changed? I guess. Yeah, they changed. It's a whole big renovation. You know, they didn't just rename it; they redid the entire thing. It looks, it does look very cool. But I think people right now are looking for, let's be real, like bigger and better news right now than just the the, the new club being <laughs> like open. This, this isn't the news we wanted to entice us to come to the game. You, yeah. you you want us to show up? Don't just tell us about the new luxury boxes. Tell us about the new coach. Everyone's like, win football games. They're like, yeah. they're like renovated elevator lobbies. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're pretty much doing. <laughs> Extended main bars, like did you, we're like just beat Central Florida. New steel and glass handrails. Did you, did you put a new engine in the car? No, but the radio is a jam, and there's new speakers. Custom artwork and branding reflecting the history of Cardinal football. Just beat Central Florida. Well, we can't guarantee that. How about, about a new steel mezzanine with double staircase? Fancy. Okay. Poor Josh. I mean, and Josh is doing everything he can, and he's he did take questions after the press conference. Was well, anyone blaming Josh? No, but like okay. he's out there. You know, people are just. It's like blaming the poor social media people who you know, during the summer they're putting out highlight videos, and you you do. I mean, I, I can attest to this firsthand. There is sort of an intoxication when, like, if I post a story that's like you know Louisville ranked number one in new A people, and everybody's like, hell yeah, go Cards, go Cards, and they're responding to me. I'm like, yeah, like I did it. Like I didn't do anything. I'm passing along this news. And when the U of L like social media team during the summer, if they you know, will post like a really cool highlight video or something, you know, get all these people that are like, 
hell yeah, like this is great, go cards, like love you guys, cards forever. And I'm sure that feels good to read those replies. And now you get the flip side of that, where like <laughs> somebody just posted what they're told to do, which is this is how the week goes. Yesterday they post the you know the uniforms that Louisville's wearing on Friday night. They're wearing the icy white uniforms for the Central Florida game. Um, I, I think the uniforms look cool, but that's but clearly like you know every response is like. I don't give a bleep about the uniform. <laughs> yeah. Just win a damn game. And the, the poor social media person has to be like, I, you know, what do you want me to do? I can't go out there. He doesn't read replies, does he? I, mean, sure, I think they all have to read replies so you can filter out something that's like especially explicit. Well, that's, but it's, that's a tough job this week. It's kind of the same situation that Josh Hurd is in now where like he's you know he's holding a press conference. You, know, you have to do this to announce the new. You're making the sponsors happy to announce the uh, what is what is still positive news for U of L football. It's just not anything that's going to move the needle for the average fan right now that's upset with the way that the season opener went. But Josh did take conf- uh, questions after the, the initial press conference, the initial announcement, and, of course, some of them did you know, carry over into this, the Syracuse stuff. And he was asked straightforward, you know, you know, what are your thoughts on the team? Like, this was a not a great night. And he said, look, if you weren't disappointed in that performance on Saturday night, I don't think you're a Cardinal fan. Everybody that got on that plane after that game in Syracuse was disappointed. Scott was disappointed. I was disappointed. I know our players were disappointed. I think this week has been focused on correcting some of those mistakes and making sure the team is ready to come out and play tomorrow night. So he did address it, which was nice. I mean, again... You want to know that the, the are, we, are we sure Scott was disappointed? I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. He didn't really show many emotions. I mean, that's more you know, than, than kind of Scott said, which is <laughs> it's nice to just hear. It. Like I, I know Josh Hurd is disappointed, <laughs> but like to come out and be like, no, it's not good enough. I'm pissed. Like he's pissed. We're all pissed. Like just we misery loves company. We want you to be miserable with us right now because if you're not, then like he said, it means you're not really a Cardinal fan. So <laughs> I know, appreciate. We know that. you're disappointed. It's like I, I know you love me, but it's nice to hear it occasionally. Right? It is. Yeah, just, yeah. just tell. Just tell. Just just you don't you don't. I mean, just give me as you're walking by. Just give, tell me. I, I, I need the me. reinforcement. Give me yeah. a little, give me a little touch. You know, it's just like let me know you're still there. But it also made me think today. Things that like I, <laughs> things that I've always kind of wanted to be a part of or wanted to do that I'm now realizing as I get older, it's just never going to happen. Oh, don't do that. This sucks. One man. of those things though. I want to be. I, I want to cut a ribbon with the big scissors. <laughs> That's right. Because they did it at this thing. <laughs> we did that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking about it when I was driving in. Actually, I was like, I'm never. Like, I, I can't imagine a scenario, a situation in life where I'm going to have the ability to cut a giant red ribbon with giant scissors. I don't think it's going to happen. Another one. You that, should do it if you buy a new house. Just have, have a ceremony established with a big ribbon. Neighbors just driving by. Like, what the hell is going somebody on? Somebody name something after me. Just like, I don't know, like an alley, like a, a street. Just give me, give me something. You, can you adopt a highway? Yeah, like, I'll, like Kramer. <laughs> just go out there. What's the minimum amount I can donate to get something named? Can I get like one of the urinals at Cardinal Stadium named after me? Like this is the Mike Rutherford urinal, and then I can cut it with a big red. Will hundred bucks get me a urinal? <laughs> Josh, if you're listening, let me know. I want to cut something with the with big scissors. Put like a little thing around the urinal. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then I'll, he's going to make a, the initial P. I'll do a whole press conference and I'll take questions. It'll be great. <laughs> That and then the other thing that I've always wanted. You're to happen, getting a urinal. What the hell am I getting? Well, you mean you pony up a hundred dollars? See what happens. Yep. You have the urinal next to me. You can get the little one. You can get no, the smaller one. No, ninety bucks. You got to go one over, man. Come on, there's etiquette. Just, man. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> you don't go next to somebody unless it's full. The other thing that I think is even more far fetched at this point, I've always wanted to have a bucket of Gatorade dumped on me. <laughs> I told friends growing up, I was like, I don't care like what the situation is. I'll clean it up. Don't worry about it. I just want to unexpectedly have a, a whole thing of Gatorade dumped on me. I, can, I, I uh, recently watched uh, on Hulu, I think it was Hulu Prime, I don't which one was a uh, not, not cool uh, documentary on the history of Nickelodeon. 
I think I've watched it before. It's not bad. It's yeah. it's it's kind of especially when you when it when it ranges through the generation that you watch or yeah. that we either a grew up with. And you talking about that just made me think that like I've never been slimed. You want to get slimed? I mean, uh, and of course they talk about you know how people like grown ups would go to Orlando and do this and yada yada. People are still getting slimed. Like Harlow got slimed. Did he? He's a Nickelodeon Awards. Oh, because they do. Yeah, they do the uh, the, yeah. the Nick football stuff. You get slimed. I mean, yeah, I I would. Would you get slimed? Hell yeah, I get slimed. Kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Love a little slime. I remember when I was a kid because one of my favorite shows was you can't do that on television. And we used to, me and my friends would just, you know, say, I don't know, he gets slimed. But if you say water, you get water dropped on you. Really? Yeah. People forget about that one. Everybody remembers the, I don't know, and slime falling. I never watched. I, never, I was never a big fan of that. Oh, show. I love that show. Before my era. I was very much the Double Dare, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Your Double Dare was, well, Double Dare was both, our, both of us. It, it transcended from me to you. But like me was like the early days was pinwheel and you can't do that on television. Yeah, it was a little bit before me. And a lot of shows, a lot of shows that that lethal enemy. <laughs> a lot Still of shows is. they don't they don't bring up because they were near nowhere near successful. But like Kid Court and uh, I think there was a, there was a kids movie review show I used to watch all the time. Did you ever watch Wild and Crazy Kids? I don't remember that one. Oh, there's an episode with Jim Abbott. It was incredible. <laughs> Uh, guts, of course, global guts. Yeah, and then like that, but see, there were some shows like there was a little like right where I was maybe old enough to watch, but I was trying too cool to think I was was like Pete and Pete and uh, see, that's my that's my Doug. Like that was where I was like I, was, I remember them, but now I did watch Ren and Stimpy because it was kind of a that was for like the older kids. Yeah, yeah I mean, I remember me and my uncles sitting around watching Ren and Stimpy, Everybody and they were you know they're in their older age as well. But do you remember Stick Stickly at all? No, I don't. He was like that. the host of Nick in the Afternoons. It was huge. <laughs> And I remember Snick. I remember Snick when it started because I think we had this discussion where Snick was a big deal. There was the Are You Afraid of the Dark? The, it was Are Afraid of the Dark, Ren and Stimpy, and there was the a show that was only on it for the first year that a lot of people forget was the All That. It was a skit show. Yeah, all no, it wasn't was, All That. It was uh, Roadhouse. Okay, Roadhouse. I don't remember. Yeah. All That was was on for. A long I think time. All it took that took Roadhouse a spot. Roadhouse was like the the first skit show. Uh, I have no idea how we got here, but my uh, apologies. It all started when the open, we had the wrong open, and then the open didn't play. Right. And then our apologies to the Louisville football team, which is traveling to Orlando, I think, as we speak. And the queen died. And vibes, were, vibes could not be more off. You, you bought a urinal, and <laughs> I got slimed. Vibes, I'm wearing green, at least. Vibes couldn't be more off. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get to the Thornton Sacks on a little bit. 502-414-1450. We'll let Trevor talk a little NFL as well. AEW then, last night. I mean... A minimal amount of AEW coming up after the break, <laughs> yeah, I promise. What else we have to talk about, man? Come on. We've got, we have things to talk about. Reminding <laughs> you, though, uh, if your AC goes out, your heating goes out when it gets cold in a few months, only one place to go, AirServe. Visit their website to find out all the services they offer. It's AirServe.com slash Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com slash Louisville. What sets AirServe apart from every other HVAC company in this area is they have technicians available 24-7. They're like EMTs for your air conditioning or heating systems because if something happens in the middle of the night, AirServe is going to take your call and they're going to have somebody who can come out and see what the problem is and fix it. 502-264-9662. That's the number to call. Whether it's too hot, too cold, too dry, or too polluted, AirServe is going to make sure that you are comfortable and breathing the highest quality air in your home. 502-264-9662 or airserve.com slash Louisville. Thornton sex line is... <laughs> I, I, you just muted me at the end of the... I didn't the mean to. I was, I was going to hit the... I went <laughs> Shows, vibes are off. Uh, we'll be right back here on 1450 The Big X. <laughs> 
We have a theme today, or are you just trying to like lift your own spirits? Happy coincidence, there's a theme. Okay. Do you want me to give you a hint to the theme? Sure. We have a short show. We'll only get four songs in. These are the top songs heading up to number one on January 5th, 1991. Well, that's not really a hint. You just gave up the entire Ah, but thing. why? Can you repeat oh. 91? Was this the last time the Lions won a playoff game? That was the last day the Lions <laughs> won a playoff game. You love bringing that up because they got mollywopped by the Eagles the next game. No, it was actually the Redskins, but yeah. Oh. I like bringing it up because their last one was against the Cowboys. Oh. They did blow out the Cowboys. Okay. 30 to 10. They, you know, go Lions. And then they, Only then, playoff win of my entire life. Then they got beat by Washington, who would go on to beat the uh, Bills. And, there's the Bills second Super Bowl. I watched the four falls of uh, Buffalo again last night. I went on a 30 for 30 kick last night. I did four falls of Buffalo, small potatoes, and uh, Pony Express again. Like all three, like, like some of the older. Pony Excess. Pony Excess, yeah. I keep going to Pony Express because that was just the name yeah. of the team, yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched because those are just three of my favorites probably. Do you see, speaking of NFL now, because we have, if, if you're not aware, my lines are going against Trevor's Eagles. Week one, baby. Week one on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We've already got offensive line issues. Like Frank Ragno, our, our center. Your best set, your best offensive lineman, by the way? Out at practice today. Is he? That's yeah. Not good. Not good. Not great. I told you that. I told you your offensive line is solid, but it did have injury issues yesterday. De- Decker was hurt a lot last year. Sewell should be okay. I think he was. I think he played most of last year, didn't he? I don't think he missed any time. I know Decker missed like half the season, though. I've already lost confidence. Right, lost confidence. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton Sucks line. I tell you one thing that annoys me about the hard knocks when it comes to like the Lions this I year. I still haven't watched the last one. And this well, this isn't just the last episode, it's the entire season. And it's not just I don't know, maybe it's probably majority of seasons and maybe it was just this like I I, I get you want to like find like the undrafted guy or late round pick and do this, you know, the story of, you know, yeah. coming up in the ashes, yada yada. But when I'm watching the Lions, like and not that I don't love hearing the coaches speak. I'm more intrigued. Like, where's how's DJ Shark gonna stay healthy? Yeah, they like, barely, like how, they barely talk about Jared Goff. Yeah, where, where's Goff? I mean, they, they'll, they'll like drop his name in there when they're talking about like being the number one guy. And here's David Bow. Right, mean, exactly. Yeah. Like, I want his wife is a runner. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we know. I want to know where Goff is sitting. I want to know where Shark, who, like I said, a big free agent, y'all signed, who, when healthy, has shown explosive abilities. I want to see, you know, where D, where Swift is. They showed some Jamal Williams, but. Like I, the offensive line in general, they did barely talked about it. I'm with you. No, I, like these are things I'm curious about from possibly a selfish point of view as a fantasy owner, but more importantly, is if I'm a Lions fan, like I, that's what I want to know. I mean, yeah, it's great. Chase Lucas is a you know fun story, yada yada yada. But I mean, no, I mean, I don't I'm know. with you. I, also, like my friends who watch the show who like aren't Lions fans, like I love this Dan Campbell guy, and I'm like. like I, I, I like the personality. He is lovable. I give him that. I don't have that much more confidence in like his ability to get the lines to any sort of relevant position after watching the show. Like, <laughs> cool. Like, I, you know, dropping the f bomb a bunch and saying like, "Man, you gotta love, you gotta do." That. I'm like, yeah, I, I like all that stuff. I don't necessarily feel any more confident that he's like the the guy, like the next big coaching guru after watching. Them. I mean, you felt okay last year, though. I mean, you were, they like I said, you were mostly competitive when you didn't need to be. They won three games, though. At the end of the day, they won three I games. Well, I mean, you still need talent. You can get good coaching can only take you sometimes so far. All right, let's read some text here. Second segment, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Texas says, uh, "I just listened to an Eric Wood podcast. They bleeped out an f bomb that was said by the guest. Then I listened to the more recent Car Chronicle podcast. They definitely didn't bleep anything out. I think we we set a record for expletives <laughs> in this latest podcast. <laughs> Were you at Tim Watley's uh, waiting room? It was bad. It was uh, the Exodus fly. It was bad." Texas says, thankful to have Trevor walk us through the transfer of power, procession, and the future of the monarchy on diff- difficult days like this. 
I mean, but now the quick. The very not, next <laughs> test is I'm laughing my bleep off at Princess Diane. I mean, for for the record, though, like you can correct me if I'm wrong because you do on a regular basis, whether you need to or not. <laughs> is that like so? Even though he's like the king, he's not like it's not like king like like you know it's good to be the king you know like in history of the world part one type thing like he's he's just king by like title right like he can't just like the market has no real power yeah, yeah. there's they're, they're they're you know they're run by like a senate pretty much or the par parliament, parliament i guess yeah they just announced their new prime minister like two days ago like because it's tradition so, it's tradition for the prime minister to meet with the queen and receive like her blessing before she becomes like officially the prime minister and so that was like the queen's kind of last official act is liz truss uh who's the new prime minister met with the queen like literally two days ago tuesday and then the queen passes but that's it's, it's like they don't have any real legal power. When, when, and this could probably be a Mary question. And I doubt you even know this, but I will ask you anyway because I don't care. Sure. Uh, when, when did when 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 did when did the the king and queen of England stop being the king and queen of England, so to speak? Oh, that's a good question. I'm I'm not. It's been a, for a while. I'm assuming it's been power. a long time. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth was there for seventy years. Seventy. That's she, that's she the took one over as the queen when she was twenty six. <laughs> serious really? yeah she's 26 she was 26 there was a weird sequence of events where like king ralph weird of sequence of events like, by the like second king ralph reference of the day yeah her, her dad <laughs> dies her uncle was supposed to be the king and he decides that he like doesn't want like he's like getting rid he's like leaving the monarchy like he left before he was supposed to be the king fell in love with an american woman moved to america like disassociated himself from the entire family so the power then fell to her it could be a movie out of nowhere well it's been a it's been like the most popular tv series for the last four years the you know the, 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 the whatever the royal family that was that one the, on the Netflix queen. yeah that's what that's about yeah it's about all about uh, Queen Elizabeth oh I didn't know that yeah it's 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 very good I thought I was thought you were gonna say Shakespeare in Love but okay <laughs> uh, the Crown is it? not the Queen the Crown the okay. Queen was the movie which is also good the Crown so the Crown that's what that's about that's about Queen Elizabeth becoming Queen right. Elizabeth yeah I did not know that yeah. so she's been she's been there for a long time Trev. so now she's now she's gone who was right. I wonder who was the last King king was that or had queen, like yeah. official rule had the power, power. Yeah. was he that he or she that bad they were like okay you're done we're done we we you know <laughs> louis henry's beheadings we that we can handle but you did something that was so awful what if charles tries to bring that back he like goes full mad king he's just like i mean can he i'm burning liz trust people are like no i mean what if he has a dragon i declare war on america people like, what we're taking back Canada. Did nobody? We're just gonna invade. Did nobody Canada. tell Charles he can't do this. <laughs> Charles pulls up in a boat with like four people up in the get Nova William, Scotia. Get William in here. He's done. <laughs> it's over. Um, trying to um, take over Cuba. <laughs> it's like it's, I declare this for my mother. <laughs> Texture texted in because we were talking about how the, the monarchy needs like a fat guy, fun guy. It does. And there's always this picture. I don't know if you've seen this picture before. I always see it flying around. Uh, There's this picture of a very large gentleman very large man in a suit behind Queen Elizabeth from a few years ago. Okay. I always see this picture. I never know who this person is. I mean, it could be. It doesn't have to be. Is it a, I don't think it's a family member. It looks like, but he looks like he weighs 500 pounds. Yeah, he's a big dude. He doesn't look very jolly, though. Make that guy the next king. <laughs> don't know who he is. He needs to get in there. No, I need. I want again. I want a movie. I want something like like other movies. I want to find like the the lounge singer Horatio Sands guy in 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 Atlantic City and find out he's like he's he's the bastard of Princess Prince Charles. Make it happen. I mean, it could be Charles was out, you know, rowing, sowing the royal oats. You know, he could he could have a bastard kid somewhere in Atlantic City. 
Tish says, God bless the soul of Queen Elizabeth II, and also, <laughs> Mick Cronin sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Good tags, though. Like that. <laughs> okay. Texture said, this uh, tweet took me out. It's a tweet. I have not seen this before. It's from Vince Marrow. Um, oh, no. All right. <laughs> Do I need to look this up? No, Vince just, I mean, you can't get the grammar right for anything. You just... R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth, it was an honor being in your present in 2005 when I work for NFL Europe. <laughs> he sounds like a speaking spell. Somebody just, I mean, <laughs> somebody needs to, you know, most co-head coaches get somebody to handle their social media. Somebody, like, still let Vince be Vince, but every now and then just let, somebody needs to just edit. Because there's a lot, this could be a quick fix. It was an honor being in your presence. But this, this takes away the, the fun of it, right? It does, but it, for like, just like on occasions like this. No, I think that's the best part of when to, to have the... Well, from the, a comedic aspect, sure. Well, I mean, exactly. And I'm always looking for the comedic aspect of well, things. Yeah, I mean, we're lab, but like, if I'm him, I'm getting somebody to at least like clean this up a little bit. It like, just devalues the message. <laughs> he was just in her honor, you know, in, in, in NFL Europe. Yeah. Texas says, uh, when Princess Diana died, ABC preempted the series finale of Hanging with Mr. Cooper, <laughs> and I wasn't able to watch the final episode until it came out on Hulu. On Hulu? It was a tragedy like for all of us. 30 years later. We all were affected in our own different ways. I don't remember them interrupting anything. I don't remember. Oh, it was huge. It was like five days I mean, of coverage. I remember the, the, the incident, but I just don't remember them interrupting shows when I was doing that. Texas said, regarding Josh Hurd's statement, uh, disappointed doesn't describe the feeling. He should have said disgusted. Well, you know, there's, there's a limit. But it was, we were all disappointed. Maybe he can be disgusted if we lose like five in a row. But right now. I mean, we start 0-3. I think the word disgusted should be, uh, should be thrown out there. Well, also, it's different for me and you to say we're disgusted and like the athletic director to say that. True. Texas said, I would contribute to GoFundMe for the Mike Rutherford Bone Zone. <laughs> that would have a ribbon. Cut that. <laughs> if you missed what we're talking about, I want I've I always wanted to cut something with a ribbon giant with scissors. giant scissors. Yeah. And I said if I donate a hundred dollars to U of L, this five oh two circle or whatever, can I get like a urinal name a Cardinal Stadium named after me? And then I can have a ceremony and I can cut it with a ribbon. What if, what if we we're having the studio built across the hall when it's finished? What if we put a ribbon up there and let you get it open up to go there? We can do that. Get those YouTube cameras up. When we get the YouTube cameras up, we'll have a ceremony. <laughs> then we'll you, live stream it. As soon as the ribbon falls, I get slimed. Slime <laughs> <laughs> falls right now. <laughs> I get hit with a Gatorade bottle. Stick, and then you get, fall on the scissors, <laughs> die. Well, that went dark quick. That's how I've always wanted to go out. The two things that I've always wanted to happen. Texas says, uh, stick stickly, holy bleep, blast in the past. I can still, I, I, can, I bet I can do the stick stickly song. Stick stickly. Right to me. Stick Stickly, P.O. Box, 963, New York City, New York State, 10108. You have the best memory of anybody I know. That, that Long-term, not short-term anymore. No, well, I mean, even still. <laughs> I guess the, we are we are your number one show for 90s and early 2000s references. Stick Stickly was, <laughs> was the man, Nick, in the afternoon, after school, every day. Come on, watch a little uh, watch a little Doug, watch a little Rugrats, watch a little whatever. See, when I came home to school, my last cartoon was... Come home from school watching were DuckTales and Chippendale Rescue Rangers on the on Fox, though, and and not on Nickelodeon. But, yeah. See, I also didn't have... Well, I was going to say Disney. I, was, I almost got too mixed up for a second. Texas said, we need Jenna back to keep Trevor in line. Yeah. Nobody's keeping me She's in back line. at school. Texas said, did Trevor really just say that people don't remember all that? He slipped. You, you meant Roundhouse. I meant round, Roadhouse. Was it Roundhouse or Roadhouse? Uh, well, the next text says it was Roundhouse. Roundhouse, The yeah. stage rotated. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, Roadhouse was a movie with Patrick Swayze. <laughs> An awesome movie. Awesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> it can be both. Texas says, man, Danny really did a 180 at the end of the podcast in record time. It's like he just willed himself in an instant to try and not be depressed about the rest of the season. I was shocked, and I know you haven't listened to it, Trevor, but like, I we, need to. We did the, the podcast was very it was very similar to if you listen to the radio show on Tuesday. It was basically the exact same thing, except we just cussed a lot. Uh-huh. And I mean, Danny's just as mad as I am. He, you know, he's he's mad about the game. He's mad about the state of the program. He's mad that we're going in the direction. And then at the end, he's like, "I think we're beating UCF." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "I feel like it's just a Satterfield type win. Like when it, whenever like everybody's all against him, he just does something like this to just hang on by a thread and keep hope alive. And I think it's going to happen." The other cliches out there, you want to? <laughs> yeah, he, that's what he was saying. Uh, apparently, that the the big fat guy. Um, behind Queen Elizabeth in that picture, managed a hotel that she went to, which is less fun. Hey, yeah, it's less cool. Texas, I can finally watch The Crown now that I know the show has an ending. <laughs> I might actually is it, I might actually go watch it. I don't know. I've never been a big royalty show fan. I'm though. not either. It's still good. I guess, yeah. I, I don't care that much about the royal family. I they, they just don't fascinate me the way they fascinate some people. But the show still is very. Good. I mean, it's not even just that. I mean, you don't have to only just just royal like. Shows in general about royalty and royal families just doesn't do it for me. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think you have to like be into the actual actual royal family to enjoy one of those shows. Sure, but, I mean, yeah, I could care less what they. What I'm yeah, saying, but, but I just it's still interesting. I mean, I can't think of one like I really even in movies. Like, I can't think of a movie or TV show that involves like a royal family plot that King Ralph. Uh, other than that, and King that, Ralph's I mean, all you got. I mean, that's that's really that, that says a lot about both me and my perspective. A life, little bit. But yeah, that's that's about it. I can't think of another one. Texas says King McCrone the first, all hail. <laughs> Texas says God bless the Queen and Jed Fisher is one and zero. Jed Fisher be king. Texas, how do I get a new ticket? To, a ticket to the new Card Chronicle ribbon cutting. We'll make it happen. All right, we should have, we we'll have people here. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fund the station. <laughs> how do you think we're going to buy the ribbon? <laughs> Texas says, uh, hey, guys, keep hearing commercials for Bourbon and Beyond. Realize it starts a week from today. Any word when the contest winners from back in May are Oh, they haven't got those yet, Dugan. I know I haven't heard anything. we got to text, text Dugan. Okay, I told people, get hit me up with a week or so to go if you haven't got yeah. anything yet, and I will, now we'll say something to Dugan. We will make it happen. I'll remind him again, too. Probably get him all to Patrick, so he's sneaking in everywhere. <laughs> we will text Dugan. You're going to forget. I'm going to have to do it right now during the break. One of the two will probably happen. Yeah, yeah I have to do it during the break. Uh, I should say, wait, we'll take a break now. We'll come back. Hour number two is on the way. We will uh, get to some. We'll, we'll obviously take more of your text. I do want to, a couple of notes on UCF this week. The theme of the week in Orlando is, I think, apparent. They're all talking about revenge, which. If you were hoping for a week two opponent who's going to overlook you, you're not going to get lucky. Uh, we got a couple other uh, football notes to get to. Uh, and then NFL. We'll let Trevor talk a little bit about the NFL. <gasps> Kicking off tonight, his predictions. Uh, I'll make a Super Bowl prediction, which is bound to be wildly inaccurate, but we'll, we'll have fun with it. How did, what did we do last year when we picked our division? Did we, did we pick like division winners? And yada, I don't think yada. we even did that. We'll do it this year. Make sure you record it because I want to show prosperity that I'm right. We can do that. that, that that'll work. Um, 502-414-1450 at the Thornton's tax line. We'll take a break. Come back with hour number two. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Man, just the other day. So I decided to write you this song. 
Because I love you. When I think Lions playoff win, <laughs> this is always the theme. I'm, I'm picturing like Wayne Font <laughs> looking at Wayne. Troy's cousin. I feel like, I feel like yes. I always have to say it. Barry Sanders running through the line. Six-year-old Mike just like in his bedroom just belting it out. Herman Moore catching a poster out. <laughs> Talking about Rodney P. Johnny, Johnny Morton making a little... How do I know so many damn lions from that team? Johnny Morton making a little swivel over the middle. It's the only time the lions were worth like noting, probably the early nineties. Also, the only time CBB was relevant, probably. But if you don't know who CBB is, take a guess. It's the guy who sings this song. <laughs> DJ Dozier just belting this out in the locker room after a playoff win. <laughs> This was number two on that day. Which blows my mind that this was ever the number oh, two song in America. number one is... Well, I can't wait. I can, because it was like... I, it, it's not who sings it. It's just like the of, of the songs in this person's discography. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, you got it. All right, nailed it. Woo-hoo. Uh, the last text I saw in the text line was I'm like, out. Just goes, shout to Stevie B. Just let this play. <laughs> Who would have thought Stevie B would have fans <laughs> on the text line? Beautiful mullet, by the way, he's got going on in the video. But the last song is just like, of all the songs this person has put out, like it's like the worst song. Like It's not a bad song. It just doesn't transition well in the radio, and you will find out soon enough. Well, no, yeah. It's Which is, I guess, perfect for the way this show's theme is gone. I can't wait. Uh, oh, what's Stevie B talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's watching it rain. <laughs> uh, text it real quickly before we get into the, the uh, discussion. Uh, you've constantly said poor Josh Hurd on both the pod and the radio show in regards to the circumstances he's endured as AD. It's hard for me to feel bad for a guy who gets paid 850k to hire and fire coaches, kiss up to boosters, and schedule games. Well, yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not saying like poor Josh Hurd in relation to starving children in Africa. I'm just saying <laughs> in relation to I like was. past athletic directors, he's inherited some crappy circumstances that I'm sure have stressed him out a little bit. He's doing fine for himself. It's like the same thing with you know Chris Mack. Fired coaches, fired ads. You know Vince Tyre. We you can talk about it, he's you know got a better. All these people are doing fine for themselves. You don't feel sorry for them in the grand scheme of things. They're doing okay. But I think we can look at this on a more nuanced basis. Yeah. <laughs> dynamite. I can. That's like major league. The reason you're the best play by play in the business for nothing. Fly ball. Caught. Texture says the guy, by, the hotel guy, sort of looks like Trevor if he wore glasses and ate a couple of Trevors. No, <laughs> yeah, he's bigger than me, right? He's bigger, way bigger than you. Okay, good, and good. You have more hair than he does. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've like accomplished something. Like, yes, I've got more hair and I'm skinnier than that guy. You're killing it. Like, way to set the bar low. He right? does look funnier than you, though. <laughs> okay. Texas, let's do a dedication ceremony. I don't like ceremony. that. I like to look funny. Yeah. Texas, let's do a dedication ceremony outside of Andy's TV for the Dean's Milk Bottle mascot and have a ribbon cutting in honor of it. Any, <laughs> as long as I get to do the cutting, that's all I care about. Um, you get a text from a personal text there. Well, yeah. I, I texted Dugan about the, about the tickets. Distracted. He, he just responded with, tell them that we were just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get you your tickets. Don't listen to our boss. Gotcha. <laughs> Don't put me in the spot. Just, 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 uh, go to Will Call. Tell him your name. <laughs> go somewhere. Just, just, go, go to Andy's TV It'll all at work noon out. on Thursday. They'll no, be there. we're not going to do this. We're not, not going to leave people hanging. We, we, we will. We I'm, make promises. We we're going to back them up. We kid. Like, like triumph the uh, insulting dog. We I kid. kid. I kid. I um, kid. <laughs> 
Tomorrow nice game. 7.30 kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> here's, the, here's the question that I want to ask you. I saw a, a fan poll that's out there on Twitter. I voted in it. I think it's interesting. Uh, it's something that we talked about briefly yesterday. I, I certainly talked about it on the podcast. But let's say, just for the sake of this conversation, let's say Louisville goes to Orlando. They beat UCF as an underdog. Right. I like it. How, like, how back in are you at that point? Like, how much does does that? The better way to phrase the question is: Does that totally override what we saw last Saturday in Syracuse to you? I think. It, well, I mean, it's, it's it's not black and white by just saying a win. It depends how the win happens, I guess. Like, if we fall ass backwards into it, kind of like we did last year. Yeah, we still did that, and I, I got kind of in more into the team than I probably needed to be at that point. I think we all did. I mean, especially we, we as, all did for sure. Especially as the season went along, the the, the win felt like you, you would have thought we'd beat them by like sixty two at home. The way we described the win, as opposed to just kind of like I said, falling into it on accident. It was exciting. Yeah, because it was a win, but um, it'll. I mean, I'm not gonna start you know predicting championships, obviously, or or a ten and one you know a winning streak that's gonna end with an undefeated run uh, after the Syracuse loss, but I, I think I will have some co- – it would be nice to show some heart because we come in and we just look flat to the whole game. So will you forgive them for what we saw last week if they beat UCF? I can't completely forgive, no. That's that's where I am. My I answer's I mean, not. Now, if they beat – here's my answer, because if they go down to, to UCF and they win and they play a complete game and they do all the things that Scott's had, yeah, they're wrapping up, they're making plays, they're matching the energy, or, God forbid, exceeding the energy of the Golden Knights down there in Orlando, then, I'll, again, don't get me wrong, I'll be happy. that I want, I'm not one of these fans that wants to be miserable and criticized. I look for any reason to be negative. I am always cheering for Louisville to win. I, I want them to win. I'll be thrilled if I they agree. do. I'll celebrate all night. It'll make my weekend that much better. Having said that, there will be a part of me that will be even more pissed off about the Syracuse game because I know that like, it's there's available. zero excuse yeah. to not play like that in week one. I, I, I will be even more flummoxed. There's a good word. Uh, flummoxed by the fact that they came out uh, and give me just... A second, pause while I Google that. Sure. And, and just <laughs> went through the motions and acted like you know they were going to beat Syracuse by just showing up. I'll be even more pissed at the coaching staff for not having them ready to play and more pissed at this veteran, experienced, old team for not being ready for the season to start. If they beat Florida State, and what will have a little bit more juice uh, a week from tomorrow if they do beat UCF tomorrow, and get to two and one against an FSU team that you know has a win over LSU in its belt, we'll see what that means when the end of the season comes. I think then I'll be like, okay, I'm always going to be a little bit mad about what happened in Syracuse. If this team just shows up, maybe they're three and zero here, and everybody's on the same like the whole fan base is galvanized in a way that they haven't been since Satterfield got here, but. I'm going to be like, let's ride. Like, we can still have the type of season that we were hoping to have ahead of time. We don't need to worry about the recruiting class falling apart. Sack can save his job without any awkwardness. Like, all of that is back on the table. But I'm not going to just immediately get right back to that point if they beat UCF tomorrow night. They, they have to do more. I'm I, 31 to 7 against Syracuse in week one is just. What if they lay the smackdown on Central Florida? I'll be closer. Like, four, like, like, like uh, 38 to 7. I'll be excited, but then I'll I'll be even more like, where was this? What yeah. were you doing? But, yeah, I, I I mean I'll have more confidence clearly going into Florida State. I need them to string together a couple of of quote unquote big wins, because last year I mean which we've never you mentioned done, it. Understand, UC, really, yeah, I mean you mentioned it. The UCF game happens last year. We're all like, okay, like Ole Miss was really good. 
you know, they just, you know, we weren't ready to play in the first half. We played better in the second half. Now we're, we're ready to roll. And we were not ready to roll. And it ended up being just like this up and down thing. And the Virginia game happened that really kind of derailed the second half of the season or you know, started the, the derailment of the second half of the season. Wake Forest would get screwed. And then the team just never really bounced back from that. But I, I, I want to have hope again. I, I don't want, I'm sitting here staring down a, you know, three months ahead period where we've got 11 games still to play, and I'm not feeling very confident about this team's ability and this coaching staff's ability to make it exciting. And that's, I mean, that's why we follow sports. We want to have fun. We want to be excited. We want to just get lost in the, the fun of all this. And at this moment, I don't really feel like that's possible. If they beat UCF tomorrow, then I'll at least be like, okay, that's, that's someone on the table. I'm still pissed about Syracuse. If they back that win up with a win over Florida State, then I think you you get back into the whole like, yeah, well, because then we you, can make something happen. Then you obviously have the confidence of beating South Florida as well. Then you're going should on be South the, Florida. If they lose be. South Florida after that, then I'm just going to lose my mind. Yeah, I, I'm just going to stop watching games because I'll have no idea what's I mean, going to happen from week. If to week. you can get a three game streak going and going three, and we can somehow turn this into a three and one run going into that road that back to back road trip at Virginia and uh, who's the other? Is it uh, Virginia and BC? BC, yeah. I mean. And you get way so badly needed because I mean you go into that we go into those back to back road games in, no matter what BC I know they didn't look this great against Rutgers Ugh, but bad. I mean still I mean we didn't look much better against a team that's probably no better than Rutgers so I mean at least on paper it's not you're right so I mean that, that's because that's the other thing that's really worrying me is is on the road I mean we we go into a Syracuse atmosphere and our minds are blown by a Syracuse atmosphere yeah I mean Central Florida is going to really blow our minds and I can't imagine Boston College I'm sure they'll bring just as much as Syracuse can bring I know Virginia probably will Boston College probably won't um, it depends on what they're looking like Virginia it, probably won't either um, what if, but I don't know if Boston College has got a nice little like they're 4-1 or something I can see them bring a decent little crowd the crowd always sucks yeah but the Syracuse crowd wasn't exactly like intimidating it's still better than BC wouldn't they have 25,000 there I think they had over 30 like, if they the, claim 37 that means they're probably closer to 30 I think, but they, Syracuse fans, I feel like just from experiencing, I've been to both those places. Their fan base is a little bit more rowdy than BC. It's certainly more rowdy than Virginia. Like they bring more noise. uh, And I think it's just a tougher place to play. Now, the other teams that we have on our schedule, I mean, UK is going to be obviously tougher. Clemson, clearly tougher to play. Obviously. And I mean, Central Florida is going to be probably tougher than Syracuse was. Central Florida should be tougher than the bounce house. They get loud there. They have a a proud fan base. So it's a, it's a Friday night game. I mean, they'll be rowdy in the, you know, group of five teams, whenever they host power five teams, which stop playing these games, please. Um, They always are, whether it's a good power five team or a a bad power five team or somewhere in the middle, they're always juiced up. Like that's going to be, it's going to be a tough place to play. And like you said, if they couldn't handle the environment at bleeping Syracuse, Friday night's probably going to blow them away. So that's the, I'm certainly concerned. But again, they have, it's still early. I was thinking Boston College beat Rutgers. They lost. Yeah, they lost. I also thought they won the close game. No, they lost. And they had, on that one. and they, Rutgers was missing like four of its best players. Well, not I mean, not good. You put fast and loose with the term best players when it comes to Rutgers, well, brother. The guys were pretty good. And <laughs> they still beat BC. It was not, not a good look for the, for BC, but no, I did not. I don't know why I didn't realize that brain fart on that. I was thinking it was it was a close win. One thing that I also kind of want to address because there's all like, I agree with the, the the fans who are saying it's too early to just punt on the entire season to say you know you got to fire Scott Satterfield all that stuff like let he's coached one game. I, I think it's fine. And clearly, I've been very upset all week with just how bad it was against Syracuse, and I think it's fine to be in that place. But I, I'm still 
I'm not willing to say the season's definitely going to be a disaster. We've got more games to play. And like I just said, if we beat UCF and Florida State and start to turn this thing around a little bit, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be back on board. I, I want the, the best thing for Louisville football, and I've said this consistently, the best thing for Louisville football is for Scott Satterfield to be the guy, for him to win seven or eight games this year, to prove that he can do something with all this talent that he's going to get in here to keep this recruiting class intact and to not have to just start over. If it doesn't happen, though, I think you just you can't just give him the reins because he's got a big recruiting class coming in. And I've said all this before. I want this team to win. But the the defense that I'm already seeing of Satterfield that are, that are some people are out there, I just we don't need to do that either. We don't need to jump to one extreme or the other. We don't need to fire the guy right now after one game, and we don't need to go all in with defending him. For instance, I saw there was a post out there that was talking about the history of UVL coaches in their four seasons. Like, Schnelli killed it in season four. Charlie Strong went 12-1 and in season four. Petrino, his first year here, was the Orange Bowl team in in his fourth season. His second stint here, fourth season, they still won 8-5. and five. Um, Like, we've had more times than not, very good season under head coaches in four years. And then I saw a lot of people saying like, well, you have to look at the schedules. We were playing different schedules back then. Yeah, but do we really think that that Charlie Strong team from 2013, maybe the most talented team we've ever had, would have lost 31-7 to to Syracuse? Because the schedule that we're talking about right now being tougher than you know, all those years past, Syracuse isn't a part of that. Syracuse is not one of the teams that made this schedule preseason top 15 good according to some metrics Syracuse was like number 90 in the S&P ratings before they beat us so let's not like, like he doesn't get a pass because because if Syracuse if our schedule is that tough and Syracuse is the third worst team on our schedule which is what the S&P said going into it then we're going to go like 2 and 10 they were one of the three teams that we quote unquote were said supposed need to, to win. be yeah and if you go 2 and 10 I don't care how tough your schedule is that, that, that's not a defense you, you can play Conference USA Big East whatever versus ACC, it doesn't matter. Like Syracuse, I feel confident in saying all those teams that we just talked about, Schnelly's fourth team, both of Petrino's fourth-year teams, Charlie's fourth-year team, hell, I I think John L. was even here four years, his fourth-year team, all of those teams would have been at least competitive with the Syracuse team that blew us off the field Monday or Saturday night. Let's, let's calm it down on both sides. We can say let's let the case. You can be pissed right now. And still be excited about tomorrow night, excited to hopefully turn this thing around. And nobody should judge anybody who, if we do win on Friday, who comes in and says, like, yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very happy. You don't get to celebrate because you were so mad about the Syracuse game. That's not how it works. Everybody should be pissed. Oh, he's supposed to be happy about it. I mean, everybody should be pissed when you go to, when you start the season off as a five and a half point favorite over a team that you have just manhandled for eight years and you get destroyed. You should be pissed off. You're not saying throwing the towel like I'm not going to watch games. I'm, I'm just I'm done with this. You can guess and say like I feel like we're not heading in the right direction. I've certainly done that, but at the end of the day, you still leave the benefit of the doubt. I mean, we we had the ticker going on Tuesday. I said it eight times. Would love to be proven wrong. We, you got to see how this all plays out. If this team winds up going eleven and one, then yeah, clearly the Syracuse game doesn't matter. If they go nine and three, clearly the Syracuse game doesn't loom as large as it seems to right now. But you can't just you you, you can't be rainbows and sunshines all the time. And it also can't be doom and gloom all the time. You have to find that happy medium. And everybody should celebrate the wins. Everybody should point to what went wrong in losses. That's It's part of being a fan. And, I, again, I won't tell you how to fan. I'm just saying like, we just find some common ground at some point. Like, we don't need to do this. We don't, we don't need to do We're one game in. We can express our concerns about the Syracuse game and then play the wait-and-see game with, with everything that's ahead. We just we, – we, 
let's stop jumping to conclusions a little bit. Even though Trevor is ready for Jeff Brom to come back. <laughs> what? Just, just I already poured the ribbon to cut on the ceremony. It was, you want the big scissors? It was the house, yeah. You want the big scissors with the uh, the, the the Purdue golden black there? <laughs> I mean, just because I did that, that's all I did. <laughs> uh, you have the Cardinal inside over there. I know you're, you're distracted. Slightly. Yeah, that, that's fine. Why did I get signed out of Facebook? You're having all sorts of technical difficulties. I, it is not my. Yeah, I mean. What is going on here? I mean, the big question is: Can we get the intro fixed for tomorrow? Oh, I refi- I found it. Well, I guess fix is one word. I guess finding it. Is, well, I, yeah, the I, other word. Yes, I'm assuming it works. Because <laughs> I yeah, I had to go and uh, log into another email account that I'd emailed it to, and then emailed it back to this account. Uh, real quick, I saw I'm that Cosmo curtain back a little bit. Yeah, nice. Uh, College Football News, they were the first ones to do a Louisville-Syracuse prediction, and we kind of gave them some crap because they picked Syracuse to beat us. I now put more stock in their prediction because they were one of the, <laughs> the outlets uh, who, who saw that coming. Here's what they had to say. They, they're out with their uh, – this came out about five hours ago, their preview for Friday night's game. Right. They said in the final section of the what's going to happen section, this should be fun. Cunningham wasn't awful against Syracuse. I just disagree with that. <laughs> Seriously, have different definitions of the word awful. I but he couldn't get the offense going. He'll be back to his dynamic self this week, but it won't matter. This is a statement game for UCF as much as it is, as it is a big moment for an ACC team. Really? Win this and all the good vibes only from the end of last year and the bowl victory over Florida continue. The Knights will run as much and as well as they want to. Prediction, UCF 34, Louisville 27. I mean, how how is this a statement game for Central Florida? I mean, the Golden Knights just won a national title or co-national titles a few years ago. Yeah, but they want to get back to that. They want to get back to the playoff or to the playoff for the first time. I mean, that's they, they, they don't need to make a statement by beating us. Well, it's a statement if they lose to us. They do also play because they you know, they're trying to. I mean, they've been a better program the last few years. Eh, yeah, I mean, the last like three, if you four. go by like I don't know winning and losing, yeah. Last probably last five years they've been a, a well, better. Yeah, I mean, and who hasn't? Well, I mean, <laughs> they play because they play us. They play Georgia Tech as well, which is kind of a Power Five team. Otherwise, we, should, we shouldn't be pointing at anybody right now. But they play Georgia Tech at the end of September. So if they are a team that likes Cincinnati, wants to get back to the playoff or to the playoff for the first time, and repeat the the AAC, bring in two years in a row, which isn't going to happen. But they would need to run the table and do so convincingly. So they need to not just beat us. They need to beat us badly and then hope that we end up having a good season. And it would also help them if Georgia Tech was good because the rest of their schedule is just it's AAC. I mean, they, they've got to beat Cincinnati they've been a rival with. But didn't Cincinnati play somebody like? Well, they got beat by Arkansas last week. No, but I'm, no, I mean, yeah, no, they. I'm they saying, played Tennessee this weekend. I was going to say, didn't they play somebody really good like last year, the year before though? They they played a lot, some tough. They out. played Notre Dame last year. Was it was it last year they played Notre Dame yeah. out of the conference? Okay, I thought that. Was, I thought they did. They play. I, actually, I take it back. Since, who plays Tennessee this weekend? It's not Cincinnati. Cincinnati plays like nobody this year. They play IU. Um, uh, in a couple Cincinnati. Of weeks. They, well, they've got. Did I miss the wrong year here? Hold on. They play nobody. Uh, oh, they had to be Tennessee oh, plays K- Pitt K- this week. Kennesaw, Kennesaw State. Yeah, they, I mean, but I'm talking about the overall schedule. Like Cincinnati, oh, yeah. has, they'll be favored in every other game they play this year, except for maybe at UCF. If UCF, yeah, is that's, that's or one the, loss. the only game for both of them really. Yeah, is, UCF, is that game bounce house? But then they also don't they 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 match up in the conference championship too. I think don't they? Or do they not have that anymore? And, uh, yeah, I think no. They would probably play. I guess it would be Houston on the is the other team that's they think would play them because they don't play them in the regular season. That's the place, South Florida. Well, yeah. 
They do. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton tax line. Texture says um, we need to get Peter Griffin into the royal family. Yeah, we could, we could do that. Texture says I never got my ten dollars Salsaritas gift card. What's the chance that I get my four day passes to a music festival? Do we do Salsarita gift cards at one? That would been KRC. Yeah, that's KRC. You got to talk to Walker about that one. There was somebody texted in who. Don't had, we have some gift cards we can give away? We can. To you the want, seafood and, and chicken. Yeah, want to come out? I mean, we we can give we away texts if we want to. Um, maybe we, yeah, we, we can do that. Well, now we have like thirty minutes left in the show. We can do that tomorrow. Well, I mean, I was gonna say, anybody wants to, it, when we come back from the next break, if you can, the first person to guess that song that's number one. <laughs> okay, we can do that. We gotta play it first, though. Sure. Um, no, Google it, people. The there was also somebody texted in who said that they won passes on the KRC show that they haven't gotten them either yet. So we're we'll gonna figure it out. Now, now I don't I, see. I'm gonna I'm gonna some kind of called bump because I don't know if you, I've pointed this out to you going to the OG studio. There's like at the, what would be considered the secretary's desk or at the front desk at that studio. There's a buttload of stuff that just piled up there from people that have never picked up their stuff. Now Dugan did just text me. He said, so, um, they I got mean, the wristbands today. The wristbands came in today. Okay. There you go. He says, tell everybody, be patient. I'll reach out to them directly. We'll get the winners, the wristbands and plenty of time to attend the show. So if you won bourbon and beyond allow than life tickets uh, from us or from KRC, you're going. You're going to be taken care of. I knew they were. They always wait the last minute to get them to us. If you're not, it's not my fault. I can't stress that last part enough. <laughs> it's not my fault. I've got nothing to do well, with. That it. contradicts when people ask me well, who to blame, and I say you. What's the name of the show? <laughs> well, <laughs> your name's on the. Hey, yeah, you can't take the the you, bus stop. You, you can't have all the good without the bad. Okay, your name's on the show. You want to pull that card out? Eh? There's there's some responsibility. Great with great responsibility comes crap. Not exactly how the line works. Texas says, as an Indian person, the queen passing is, eh. I did see that there are, yeah, not everybody's mourning the queen. I saw that the in Ireland today, the, the number one trending topic all morning was in all caps, here we go. <laughs> Does Ireland not like the queen? Well, no, they, you know, they, they, they were ruled by, under, under British rule for a while. They broke free. Now Northern Ireland's still a part of the UK. Well, it wasn't the queen. Well, but the monarchy, they just don't care about it. They, they don't like, it. I mean, back in the day it was. We don't hold a grudge against the British still. Some people do. <laughs> Every time we play them in the World Cup, they're like, we're going to run your ass. You know, we won over. that, right? We did. <laughs> didn't Ireland won, too? They, they got their freedom. Because some, well, Northern Ireland's still part of the UK. But they, voted, they voted to stay Wasn't apart. that war in like 1916? No. When Ireland, yeah, Ireland got its freedom in 1916. Well, Ireland and Northern Ireland have still been fighting since like up until like the, the 90s recently. And Northern Ireland actually just had a vote two years ago whether they not they wanted to leave the UK and they voted. Um, Fairly overwhelmingly to stay. Yeah, but that's Northern Ireland. But we only prefer to Ireland. You're more of an Ireland guy than Northern yeah, Ireland. Yeah, like that's like Northern Ireland. That's like like like, like that's like lumping in East St. Louis with St. Louis. Well, <laughs> not really. <laughs> it's not. Um, that just compared Northern Ireland to East St. Louis. You did. I did. It was a very bad comparison. No. Yeah. Is Northern Ireland like the scarier place anyway? No. Oh, it's not. We've, we went to the. I, like I told the story like last week. We drove from like. Yeah, you drove the across, bottom of Northern yeah. to Northern Ireland. It's, it's beautiful up there. Yeah. Um, we stayed at Royal Port Rush, which is where the British Open was a couple years. You ago. didn't pull into Northern Ireland and like uh, like like uh, the Griswolds, like roll them up. No, <laughs> lock, lock the doors. Northern Ireland was lovely. It looked just like the rest of Ireland because it's a tiny island that's like the size of Indiana. Uh, Athlon, by the way, also has a preview for Friday night's game. Uh, here's their analysis. Considering the opponent, it's hard to take too much away from UCF's season opening performance. What we do know is that Plumlee is an excellent athlete behind center. That was also the case with Syracuse's Garrett Schrader, who beat the Cardinals with his arm and legs in week one. 
Louisville hopes its week one performance was simply an aberration, but for things to get better in week two, Malik Cunningham will have to perform much better and get some help from his teammates. UCF has a stable of backs that can wear Louisville down. Last season's contest featured 77 total points. This one should have plenty as well. Traveling from upstate New York back to Kentucky to Orlando on a short week won't be easy for the Cardinals. Prediction, UCF 36, Louisville 24. I kind of forgot about the travel. Like traveling to Orlando? Like going, you, you know, they flew to New York on fr- like less than a week ago. They flew to New York six days ago. I'm they're on charter planes, right? Yeah, it's not, but still. It's like it's, a, to, to fly from here to Orlando is like two and a half hours. It's a little bit longer than that. I don't think so. But so it only takes three hours to get to a direct flight to Vegas, and that's longer than Orlando. I mean, we flew, I flew to, on the charter flight to Boston. It was like six hours. It was a long flight. Like, no way. Yeah, because Bobby was like, "That's a long flight." There's yeah. no way. I'm telling you, it was. I've taken direct flights to Vegas, and it's three hours. I've, I've taken direct, direct fl- flights to Vegas too. And direct not, flight not, to Orlando is not. It's like an hour and a half. Regardless, the point is they are traveling for the second time on a plane. It's <laughs> in five days that they left earlier today. It's a. It's certainly a factor. The short week. I keep forgetting the games tomorrow. Like I, I feel like I haven't properly digested what happened Saturday night. And now here we are again, like getting ready for a game day. I'm not liking having three straight Friday nights either. Well, it's just two. Oh, we're not. I thought the the, the what's the in the Florida State game Friday night. That's two. We played, oh, that's right. The other one was Saturday night. Yeah, it felt like Friday. It felt like a Friday night to me. I guess I don't know why Labor Day. I guess so. Maybe yeah. The whole, the whole three weekend thing threw me off. You're right. I don't know what I was thinking there. There you go. Uh, it did feel yeah. I'm just, my my whole my whole calendar's messed up. Texas, our schedule is tougher than it was back then, but we also have more resources now to whom much is given, much is expected. Our facilities are too good and our investments are too large for a six and seven season to be the standard. I totally agree. Our schedule was pretty tough back. I, I bet you Snowberger did not play a cupcake schedule that year. Yeah, I mean, we would play. Because he came up with, the, he also went from three wins to eight wins in that three to four seasons. Because we had no winning seasons his first, uh, his first three yeah, years. Yeah, you talk about four years of success. Bob Weaver, the guy he took over, was horrible in his fourth year. He was like two and eight. Well, yeah, because we looked it up. Remember the last time that we had, because this is the first time we've had back-to-back losing seasons since Craig's last two years. And we looked it up, like, when's the last time we had three straight? Like, oh, we had eight straight from 79 yeah, through 87. From Gibson through Weaber to the early part of Schnellenberger, yeah. The ni- that 1990 team, um... Was that was the ninety? He went that. It was eighty eight. His first. I was game. looking at the ninety schedule though oh. to see like when we played because we didn't play any ranked teams that year until not, we played Alabama. You know, ninety one. I believe it was was the first game ever we had on ESPN. Really? Again, do you know who it was against? Oh. I only know this because West somebody, Virginia. Somebody tweeted it out the other day, and I thought it was a cool stat. Who was it? Tennessee. It was the Braun. Ah, I was going to guess. That. It was the Braun broken leg game. So you mentioned the eighty eight. I mean, the eighty eight schedule. I'm not going to lie to you, Trevor. It's not great. Um, no ranked teams. Well, you don't. Well, first of all. Maryland, I think, was better that year. Maybe I don't know. Well, we lost. Well, that's why I'm hoping they, they were, were not. They were five and six. <laughs> okay, well, I we can't. lost to Maryland. We got destroyed by Wyoming, Memphis State, North Josh Carolina. Allen's dad played for that team. <laughs> Southern Miss, Tulsa, Virginia, Tulane, Cincinnati, Virginia Tech, Western Kentucky. Virginia Tech, that team won two games. By the way, well, that Southern Miss team was was that was uh, far, wasn't it? And we lost. Well, again. they went ten and two. Well, that's see, that's not a bad loss. That's, that's a tough team. Still not ranked. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't the best schedule, but you know what? It's, it's not good. We played uh, one, two, three. We played three ACC teams. We did. We went two and one. We might have more ACC wins in 1988 than we will in 2022. That North Carolina team went one and ten. We beat Virginia. That Virginia team went well, not not terrible. They seven went and, seven and four, seven and four. Yeah, and then uh, Virginia Tech, we mentioned, was not good. Uh, three and eight. 
So we owned the old ACC back then. I was going to say, Virginia team may have won the ACC. They did make him in second. They're the Clemson. How Tulsa do? Not great. They, not these, these are all bad teams. <laughs> <laughs> Your point does not fly. Uh, it seemed, they seemed bigger when I was eight. <laughs> Don't, doesn't it always? Texas says, I, I need Trevor's thoughts on the troubles. I don't even know what that means. The troubles? Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what he's talking about. Like, uh, like AEW troubles? Global troubles? Yeah. The family troubles? I have no idea. I don't either. Can you be more specific, Texture, please? Fan Nation, by the way, has a prediction 42-24 UCF. 42-24? Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's, that's, that's borderline. That's a beatdown. Yeah. We lose 42-24, might we? My weekend's going to be just... Texas, but seriously listening to Trevor trying to talk about the troubles and the IRA has me dying. IRA? Yeah, that's the that's the, uh, the, the Northern Ireland-Ireland fight. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought that was, I was going to say the group that we're waiting to get punishment from for Louisville. That's the IRP. <laughs> okay. My bad. <laughs> I didn't I mean, is Northern, I mean, is one of them bad guys? One of them's got to be a bad guy in this situation, right? I guess the troubles refer to the Northern Ireland troubles. Okay. That's next line saying. Because the IRA is the Irish, so correct me if I'm wrong, Irish something army, revolutionary. I should know. Isn't one a republic? I, that's where it's the Irish Republican army. Okay, I thought the, the I thought the the what was the Republic of Ireland though, isn't it? Yes. Which, so that's the, like that's that's, that's the traditional sa- Ireland. That's Southern Ireland. Well, it's Northern Ireland. It's much much smaller than the Republic of Ireland. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the troubles were the Civil War. That's that's what people were saying. There you go. Which would have been in nineteen sixty. No, that would like, like the sixties and the nineties. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. The decades of violence between Catholics and Protestants in Northern Ireland between about the 60s and the 90s. There you go. All right. Nice. I didn't know that. We learned. Texas says, no, no, no. Teach, don't listen, to those, teach don't listen to those other people. It's the bring prom home troubles. <laughs> <laughs> that account is called to the UVO football team in Satterfield. That's what we're talking about. Uh, I wonder if these, the person that does that account actually listens to the show. Texas says, who loves who more, Trevor and the Monkees or his mom and Aerosmith? I'm rooting for the former. Oh, probably me and the Monkees. Because mom's more just obsessed with Joe Perry. Okay. Like, if she had had a chance, like, when I was a kid to trade me to like, be with Joe Perry, I probably would have grown up in a different household. <laughs> like, and I've said, and she's seen him. And now, then again, I have seen Aerosmith. She's seen Aerosmith more times than I've seen the Monkees in concert. I even took her to see Aerosmith to, for a birthday one year. It was the, the concert here in Louisville when Kiss opened for him. It's the only time I've ever seen Kiss in concert. Mm. Uh, it was an okay show. I've seen Aerosmith three times to myself, though. People have significant thoughts on the troubles, and why? <laughs> I mean, is it still a war going on? No, I mean, I was going to say. I think like, I feel like I'd see something in the news about this. No, they're still not. The fighting stopped in the nineties, but they're still okay. Yeah, I mean, I think there's still a divide. So, between, who who technically won? I don't think anybody won. Nobody ever wins. Um, mm, very very poetic. Yeah, of you. thank you. Um, <laughs> by the way, watch Dairy Girls. It's a fantastic show. Dairy you, Girls. I think you'd like it. From it's about these this group of girls in Dairy Ireland. They have a good episode about like when the Protestants and the Catholics were trying to like, you know, they're, they're meeting people from Northern Ireland for the first time. They're meeting Protestants, like all these just things that they think about Protestants that they've been told by their parents. You know, Bill Clinton's over there for the first time in Ireland, like celebrating the end of the war. What side did Owen fight for from Boardwalk Empire? I've never seen Boardwalk Empire. Oh, I'll, that was one of my favorite characters. <laughs> I was going to root for that side. 
Texas says bad guys <laughs> are subjective in this scenario. IRA are technically a terrorist organization, though. But this time in UofL history, will just be referred to as the Troubles. I'm fine with that. <laughs> this, this decade, whenever we get done with the IRP, we'll just refer to Is that in poor taste, though? <laughs> I don't know. Do you think people are listening in Ireland? The UofL girls, the UofL Troubles. We'll have to, we'll have to somehow specify. <laughs> troubles. Yeah. The, trouble guards. Texas says great reservations. Uh, great no reservations with Anthony Bourdain episode talking about the Troubles. Uh, you don't know who Anthony Bourdain is. Though. Bob, I do know now. He's he's the chef that uh, toured the world. Yeah, uh, committed suicide, right? He, well, yeah, he did that too. Well, I mean, he's, <laughs> otherwise I probably wouldn't know who he is. No, sorry. There's this Dairy Girls is bleeping awesome. TK honestly might like it. I think you would like it. What is, is this on a channel or? Um, I can't remember what I watched it on. I want to say it's on Hulu. Documentary? No, 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 no. It's it's like a comedy show. Okay, comedy, interesting. Um, it, it's yeah, I go back and forth between whether or not I think you would like it. I like it a lot. And there's a new season coming out. It's only two episodes. It's like two seasons. The episodes are short, so you'd like that. You are hit and miss. Like you, you gave me Lonesome Dub, which is maybe one of my favorite westerns now of all time. So good. I see, I see it randomly on like Stars Western, like in the middle of the night, and I'll just stop and watch it for like half an hour, uh, whichever section it's on. Uh, you gave Hunting Hill. You swung and missed. Well, but like, that's a rom com. You gave me, yeah, but I love rom coms. I mean, that was like easier and wheelhouse for me. There was something else you gave me that was good, and I can't. Oh, well, slapstick, but. That was slapshot, slapshot, yeah. But that Very was kind of, yeah. That wasn't a hard. That was a softball yeah, pitch right up your alley. There was, I keep feeling there's one that you did give me that was also good, other than Lonesome Dove, but I, have to, I can't remember it now. Derek goes on Netflix, by the way. There you Netflix, go. Thank okay. You. Texas, does Demarcus Smith still play for UCF? No. <laughs> you know, also, you know, it comes out. Speaking of Netflix, you know, it comes out tomorrow night, don't you? Or tonight at midnight? What? The new uh, Cobra Kai season. Ah, never but, watched it. So. I know, I know, you're, you're a loser. I know. See, just watch season one, man. Season one's so good. Texas, does the mental practice week still happen if we skipped tackling in our first game? <laughs> Whatever happened to our source, by the way, at practice? We don't have it anymore. <laughs> it's not on staff anymore. St- <laughs> He's gone. Texas says, uh, Texas is a manual coach update. I'm not talking about the manual stuff anymore. No, it's been retired. I'm done with that. Texas says, the Trub U of L's. Here come trebles. Um <laughs> Yeah, the manual thing. I mean, they got more reaction from that than anything we've talked about on the show. I'm like, I don't you piss off some JCPS parents or some school parents, and like you hear like everybody was calling me with, with their side of the story. I'm like, I don't care at this point. Wasn't, I'm sorry. Wasn't that Andy's Acapella group? Here comes trouble. Yeah. Okay. So it's, I'm, okay, that's not familiar. Here comes troubles. Uh, Texas says UFO football has done this to my brain. Chaos tomfoolery and double dream hands. Pip it. Oh, it's a gif. Oh god, that's that's a terrifying gif. Never send that in again. I've got to go to break. What, what is it? I'll show it to you during the break. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't do that. You see where Pippin's like ex-wife was dating Michael Jordan's kid. She's been dating. She dated like um one of those kids from Florida State who's like twenty three. <laughs> Yeah. Where's Zach Wilson at on all this? She's like the reverse Seinfeld. <laughs> that, I think it's called Bizarro, right? Bizarro DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap the show. We'll talk a little NFL. We'll get Trevor's NFL season-long predictions. We'll talk about tonight's uh, Thursday night opener. All that good stuff coming your way. Before we take the break, though, reminding you about our friends at First Bankers Trust. First Bankers Trust, investment. Invest in you with First Bankers Trust. You always point to yourself and it always distracts me. Invest in me? Invest in you. You're going to invest in me? (laughs) Invest in you with the first choice in wealth management, which is First Bankers Trust. They got you covered with not only investment management, but also comprehensive financial planning, trust and estate services, and so much more. They put trust first, just like Trevor Kelsey. Uh, Find out more by going to firstbankerstrust.com. Financial success starts with one thing. Starts with trust. First Bankers Trust. Do you know why I trust you? Why? 
Because I love you. Right. We'll be right back. Now do anything. I give you my heart, my everything. Number one song in America <laughs> when the Lions last won a playoff game. <laughs> Justify my love. I mean, of all the Madonna songs, man. <laughs> it honestly kind of fits with what's happened in the 30 years or so since. Justify my love, Lions. I mean, first of all, the video is just like softcore porn. That was all Madonna. I thing. mean, yeah, this, I think this came out sometime like the sex book, right? No idea. Because it was the the, uh, the book that had like every dorm every dorm room had the uh, her standing naked on the road poster in like the mid nineties. Oh, <laughs> maybe maybe just the ones I went to. Yeah, no, <laughs> I remember. I, I remember, was going to dorm rooms when I was ten in the mid nineties. I was crashing. I was up in I was up at a party in Columbus, and I ended up crashing my buddies. Like it wasn't a dorm room. It wasn't a dorm, but it was like one of those houses where like, it has like say, five floors and. Everyone has like their own room with the lock on the room, and everyone has a bathroom type of thing. And they had like the community room where we could crash. And I just remember like looking up and like right above the the couch I'm sleeping on is like the the poster of the naked Madonna picture, just like right above the the bed. I'm like, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> All right, we got NFL starting tonight. Game yeah, one. baby. I feel like the first game since they started doing this, where it's a Thursday night, has usually delivered. And maybe it's just because they always have two of the best teams, uh, the, at least. The, the, perceived best teams in, in the league. Well, it's always the Super Bowl winners, always one of the two teams. It, it always winds up being a good game, I yeah. feel like. It is, it's a good way to start the season tonight. Um, <clears throat> it, wasn't, it wasn't when the Eagles hosted Atlanta in, in 18 after our Super Bowl. That was an ugly game. Yeah, well, we get uh, yeah. we get Rams, the, the reigning Super Bowl champions, versus the preseason Super Bowl favorites in the Bills. Should be fun tonight. I think, what's it, kickoffs at 8 o'clock? 820. 8.20, uh, which means like probably 8.35. How do you want to do this, take, yeah. th- these predictions? Do you want to do division winners and then we'll give a Super Bowl winner? Yeah, I'm going to go through divisions, playoffs, Super Bowl, yada, 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 real quick. We'll, right, we'll start. We'll do, do it real quick. Because I, you know, I don't take long. You are much more of an NFL guy than I am. But even like me being kind of somebody who just follows, I, I mostly follow the Lions and then my fantasy team. And then I'll, you know, I, I'll, I'll watch if I have time on Sunday night, Monday night, whenever. But I'm, I'm just, I'm not as into it as I am college football or other sports. Yeah, I'll flip it over occasionally. But I still always do like a Super Bowl prediction before the season starts. It's always never close to being right. But I just, you know, you do it. You, Pick Super Bowl. Makes you feel better. I'm uh, someone who you think would know as much as I do. I'm never, I'm never close to me right. Well, either. it's like filling out an NCAA tournament bracket. Like I would cover I college basketball and still lose my bracket pool to like you know my friends' girlfriends. Growing. I like, know that's, that's how it works. All right, we'll start with the AFC East. Bills are like I mentioned the preseason Super Bowl favorites. Who do you have winning this division? Oh, Bills. I got Bill, Bills. Bills run away with this. Thirteen, maybe fourteen wins. Um, I think New England, someone hangs with them, but the Jets and Miami are now. We'll move on. The upstart Cincinnati Bengals battling it with the uh, out with the Baltimore Ravens, who still don't have a contract extension for Lamar Jackson. He says the deadline is tomorrow. You've got Pittsburgh still there. Uh, the Browns are there. Deshaun Watson, who will play, what, like six games this year? Yeah, he comes in in week 12, so you're missing 11 of 17 games, so he'll play six. Who wins this division? 
It's a murderous road division, by the way. I mean, the second only division hardness is the West, AFC West. Um, the Watson thing threw a, threw a real wrench in my uh, my plans to pick Cleveland. I, I'm going with a repeat of Cincinnati. Um, this is tough, though. I mean, this is going to be. I mean, you could have the the bottom team could be Pittsburgh winning nine games. I want to pick the Ravens, obviously. I'm I'm going with you again because I feel like there's there's too many people predicting a Super Bowl hangover for the Bengals. I feel like I see that everywhere, where it's like they're not even going to make the playoffs or they'll sneak into the playoffs. They're not as good as you think they're going to be. I think they surprise everybody. Joe Burrow's the real deal. And they were still a 10 and seed 17 last year. They I mean, were. I like they were over. But I think they're even better this year. They're more consistent this year, and they win the division. Yeah. Uh, AFC South, who you got? No, not a murderer's row. No, this is the utterly complete opposite. Um... I go against Tennessee every year because I just never can grasp Tennessee. But and I'll do it one more year because I, I am a Frank Reich fan. Uh, I'm going to go Indianapolis. Gets this is the year they 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 get over the hump because Tennessee and for some reason Houston has had their number the last few years. But I'm going to say the Colts get over it this year and get the uh, get back to winning the division for the first time I think in three years. I agree. The Titans narrowly over the Colts. Mike Vrabel for life. Um, I think Jacksonville surprises a lot of people this year. I think they do play a lot better than they did last year. Which would be like what, like four and thirteen? Well, I mean, yeah, they were, yeah, they were three, three wins last year. Other than their little run in seventeen to the AFC title game, they have been probably the worst franchise over the last twenty They've years. They've been terrible, They've been bad. Uh, AFC West, you mentioned this division, very, very strong, mm, horribly strong. Who do you have winning this? Um, I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna say Denver shocks some people with eleven Ooh. wins. I think the Russell Wilson 11 thing and six gets it done in your eyes. I, th- I mean, this is yeah. I mean, mm. this is a beaten down. I mean, I, I wouldn't be also surprised if. Every team in the West goes to the playoffs. Like there's your there's your wild cards right there. Bold prediction. Uh is I, I think I think the bottom team will win ten games, which will probably be most likely the Raiders. I'll go with the Chiefs. I think people have, are kind of underrating them a little bit. I think people are forgetting, you know, it could have just been one bad game against the the Bengals. Before that they were this you know, they were in the middle of a potential uh dynasty. That was the way it was they were talked about. I think the Chiefs won the division, but I'm with you. I think the Chargers could definitely win it. Broncos are right there, Raiders should be good. Be a good division. I just think the Chiefs are going to losing Tyreek Hill is going to hit them a little harder. I do love Juju uh, Smith Schuster coming over there. I think he's a fantasy stud this year as, as a sleeper, but yeah, my, I think they, they they take a little bit hard. My best friend has this thing where he's like, if Juju Smith Schuster's name was Brian Smith, he'd be out at the NFL. He's like, people just want him to be good because his name is <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster. Like, Possibly. Uh, all right, here we go. Chance for you to uh, to to pontificate a little bit here. NFC East. Yeah, baby. I'll go first because I know you have you have you got blood in the game here. I think the Eagles are winning the division. Well, that's my prediction. Oh no, Jalen Hurts. I need him to be good because he's my fantasy quarterback. I think they, I think they're better than the Cowboys. The Cowboys, I will never believe in them. Eagles win the division with an eleven and six record. Uh, I'd like to think we're better than the Cowboys. Well, I mean, we are like in terms of like people and human beings and (laughs) you know hygiene and, and intelligence, but. Unfortunately, when it comes to the field, the Cowboys have had the Eagles' number the last couple of years, including last year, just demolishing them both times. I think the Cowboys still win the division. I think they, again, this is going to be no body head above water with other than the Bills. Bills are so far the only team I liked having like over like 12 wins. Really? And, and having like one of those, you know, a 14 and three type season. Uh, I think Dallas wins this one again, 11 and seven, you know, uh, would be 11 and six. And then the Eagles right there around nine and eight, 10 and, 10 and seven as well. All right, uh, NFC North, home of the— Because Washington and the Giants are awful. Not good. <laughs> NFC North, home of the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Uh, I'm not taking the Lions to win this division. I think the Vikings are kind of like my surprise pick. I, think I, I don't want them to be good because podcast Trevor, Danny, loves them, and uh, I, I, I don't like them. 
but I think Kirk Cousins is going to have like a DL good year. Um, I'll still say the Packers in the division. Yeah, Packers. I think Minnesota's the, the question mark to me because I'm I'm curious how this uh, O'Connell is going to do coaching that team. They finally have an offensive guy from Zimmer the last few years. They've got all the weapons with no excuses, a decent offensive line. They can stay healthy. It's I mean they should. If he's a decent coach, I think they give really Green Bay all they want. They make the playoffs, but Green Bay wins the division. NFC South, your thoughts? Uh, Seems straightforward. Is it going to be straightforward? Short of Tom Brady hitting that cliff, yeah. which it's, you, you would think it's going to happen one day, right? Keep waiting for I it. I mean, we see it inevitably happen with every great quarterback. I mean, they fall off a cliff in the NFL. That's what it does. There's no, there's no easing into retirement in the NFL. You fall off cliffs. Uh, if that doesn't happen, Tampa, this is a Tampa 14-win season. Bucks, they they, big. they roll through the league. Uh, if they don't, then I think New Orleans can surprise some people. Winston, for all we hate him on, can they've got weapons around him. He can put up numbers. I love Chris Olave uh, with Michael with Michael Thompson coming back, Kamara. I think they could challenge. But other, if it's not them, Tampa just rolls through this division. I guess the Panthers being the runner-up in this division. Surprise I just can't trust bit. their offense. I can't, but I can see Baker like just being – Good Baker for more than he's bad Baker. I don't think they make the playoffs or anything. Yeah, but I can see them being the number two with like a seven to ten. Right Plus, here. I'm just not a big Matt Rule fan either. Uh, NFC West. I'll let you go first. Uh, NFC West. I don't. The Rams should be winning. I just don't think they capture the same. And I don't know. I am in the maybe the minority. I like Trey Lance. I I, I trust Shanahan there. I think San Fran, especially when they can stay healthy and him and. I think San Fran wins this division. I've got San Francisco too. Uh, I think Trey Lance has a big year, and if he doesn't, then he's still got Jimmy G back now, which maybe creates more problems than they anticipated. But also, if, if Lance is the real deal, he's not going to be bothered by it uh, at the end of the day. Um, I, I don't like. I don't. I don't buy into the people who are like, well, they trusted Trey Lance so much they got rid of Jimmy G. I don't think it's that. Is that, that they weren't getting anything for him? Yeah, he's fine. I mean, he's uh, there. Wasn't anybody was going to take a ten million dollar year quarterback for a year once the Colts and Got Matt Ryan pretty much because the Panthers clearly didn't want to do it. They waited and got you know Baker for a lot cheaper. All right, uh, Super Bowl prediction: Who's playing it? Who's winning it? Oh well, the Eagles are winning it all. <laughs> Just, uh, I mean, part I of think me I'm was, higher on the Eagles than you are. Tire uh, <laughs> might be the right term because <laughs> uh, maybe I'm not. Maybe to to quote damn Yankees from earlier, I'm not high enough to pick the Eagles. Um, in the in the AFC. I, I think I picked them last year. They fell short because they just can't get over that Chiefs hump. But I'm going with them. It's it's Bill season. I mean, okay, all right. I mean, especially when if, if, if Tadarius White comes back healthy halfway through the season, you have Von Miller on that team. I love Ed Oliver, despite what he did to us. Uh, the guy from Minnesota, Miami, Rasanu, had a gr- good rookie year. They've got a great defensive line. The offensive line's developed. I mean, I'm not as big on James Cook as a lot are. I think. I'm, I think Singletary has a nice season, but they're just offensively. If they can get past the one-minded set offensively in the playoffs, and, and then it's Super Bowl bound. AFC, I'm going with the Chiefs. I, the Chiefs are back, and people are just kind of like, they're always right there in all the odds, like the third or fourth. But I think people are forgetting about how just how good they are. Like last year, they were the, the, the favorites pretty much the entire season, even uh, when they started slow. And we just kind of glossed over that because they had a bad game against the Bengals. I think they they reflexed their muscles this year. Patrick Mahomes shows that he's you know deserves to still be mentioned as the the best player in, in the in the league, and they end up winning the FC. I'm a big Sean McDermott fan, but people really forget he is a Andy Reid disciple. I mean, he he was 
he, Sean McDermott, who's, who took over when Jim Johnson tragically passed in uh, 08, I think it was 09. So, I mean, unfortunately, took the, the hit when they had the bad season, and unrightly so. But So, he's had trouble getting past Andy Reid. That's the, that's the one issue in the AFC for me. Uh, I think he does it this year. NFC, who you got? Uh, NFC, oh, man, it's it's so tough because NFC's not, I mean, it's not as good. No, I mean, it's it's so weird because NFC is full of like the aging stars and the AFC is full of the up and coming, just a buttload of young quarterbacks and great young players. The legal term? I think so. <laughs> if you stayed in legal school long enough, you'd have gotten to that buttload. term. Buttload, yeah. Your Honor. <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> we, we request a buttload of money. Uh, I'm torn between repeating with Tampa and Green Bay. Or we're not repeating Tampa Bay because it knocked out last year. You know what? I'm going Tampa. Tampa and Buffalo. Be a good Super Bowl. Young versus new. The old guard versus the new guard. The Bills facing a demon of past that is Tom Brady from New England days. But can't get over the hump one more time. Oh, no. I'm going to go and put it out there. Tampa wins the Super Bowl. One more for Brady. In Arizona, where he officially retires like everyone else in life in Arizona. Wow. I'm going Chiefs over the 49ers. Ooh. I can, see, I can see that. That wouldn't be a bad move. I like the Niners. Trey Lance is the real deal. Even if he gets hurt, Jimmy G, I think, is good enough to get them into the playoffs and make some damage there. Debo Samuel realizes the hype. He's worth it. Everybody was calling him out, like, well, he's getting too much attention for just the way they use him. Shugs off all the haters. They get beat, though, by the Chiefs fairly handily. You want a San Francisco a little fantasy secret here for you? Yeah. Look at Danny Gray, wide receiver. Danny Gray. All right. This is a little third round draft pick. Debo, Bebo, uh, having issues. Look for Danny Gray on the, uh, as a little slight under the radar sleeper for you on fantasy right there. My big sleeper for this season actually is playing tonight. I don't, I'm not starting him or anything, but I, I took Isaiah McKenzie for the Bills, who's I've been the number one draft Got player. him on a couple leagues, yeah. yeah I've, the number one a guy on, the, on their, their depth chart. I'm excited about him. I think he makes some plays. I'm, the only problem McKenzie worries me is that they also signed Jameson Crowder. So, I mean, I'm telling you. I'm just, and Crowder, I know, is, is a veteran, but he, he is a veteran. and they But they love to spread the ball. Gabriel Davis has been very hot with fantasy owners. I, Who wins MVP? One guy I like tonight that's because overlooked because he came out late last year off the injury play real Cam Akers fell way too late in a lot of drafts for me. I like Cam Akers this year in fantasy football. I know a lot. Of, I read a lot of the fantasy stuff and a lot of people liked him. He, I mean, if he can stay healthy, I know that's you can say it about everybody. I really like him this year in fantasy football. I'm going Mahomes as MVP. MVP. He's going to be good. Mahomes is back. Who do you got? Uh, MVP. Rogers. Ooh, another one. Another one. I can see it. Another I can one. see it. Um, Texas says Arizona falls flat. Horrible year. Texas, did Trevor just act like we should be surprised that he's never picked a Super Bowl champ right? He's never picked anything correctly. That's, that's not, not true. No, that's not true. I um, I picked the old Miss Louisville game right last year. You did. <laughs> Texas, why didn't Trevor show up to the scramble? You were, you were sick. Not going. I don't. Don't. I'm. Texas says McKenzie over receiving prop bet tonight. There you go. That's our Rutherford show <laughs> bet of the day. Even though we don't have any sort of. Gambling. So I got a bunch of fans. I got Diggs going in several leagues tonight. Kate Akers is up pointed out. Uh, again, a reminder, tomorrow we are on from – we'll actually be on until 6.30. The yeah, first have, two hours will be normal Rutherford show. From 5 to 6.30 will be the uh, the pre-pre-game show for Paul Rogers and company. In, of all the shows we've done where we've left early, is this the first one we've ever gone long? We stayed on long one time for, like, coverage. I, I don't remember what was going on. Something was some, some big story was on and we stayed. I think it may have been the Chris Max suspension. We stayed on until, like, 6.20. Okay. Uh, but that was about it. This will be the first time. 
6.30. One of the first ones to remember. Getting ready for the game. Getting ready for the broadcast. So we'll do that tomorrow. Tune in to the normal time. Um, you won't. Nothing will change on your end. We'll just have like a different sort of format and like, I guess, branding for the, the last hour and a half of the show. We're doing our picks tomorrow? We'll do our picks tomorrow. We'll get that in. We'll pick, the, obviously, the U L UCF game. We'll make our picks for the weekend. The Friday night high school game of the week. I'll put the poll up tomorrow morning on Twitter. Will Wagner get a vote opportunity? I don't even know if they play this week. You need it, it did, I took it as a personal shot. You didn't even put them as an option last week. That I didn't have them versus more. As an option. You didn't have to like you didn't have to win, but you didn't need, I even tweeted you. I was like, this I take this as a personal a personal insult. If they play a Louisville school tomorrow, I'll have them on the poll. Let me look it up. Uh real quick. Uh before, while I do that, tonight, <laughs> Rams, Bills, who you got? Uh Bills. I'm going Bills too. It's in LA though, right? Yeah. I'm going Bills. My friend Jack DeMitt. Bill's diehard, never listens to the show. Love you anyway. He's going to be uh, over the moon. He's going to be excited. He's actually on his way. My friends are all doing their golf trip this weekend. which is another Why didn't you go? Because I'm sick. I can't go. And you got, it, we, and Virginia's birthday. Virginia's birthday. Well, it was supposed to be, yeah. Was, you got the party this weekend, yeah. We do. It was supposed to be last weekend. But so it ended up actually working out well because I would have not been able to. Poor girl's not even know when her birthday is when she gets older. Probably not. So COVID, COVID just ruined it. Wagner's at Seneca this week. Oh, little, little cross, little cross town robbery. The game everybody's talking about here locally. I mean, that's 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 local robbery right there. Seneca's three and zero, and they have given up zero points this year. Well, that, that's good because I can't wait to pop them off that bubble they're on. Ooh, the more team that that Wagner just beat by two, Seneca beat them forty six to nothing. That's all right. It doesn't matter. We're not playing the we beat them, you beat them game here. Okay, I like your head. You know what's going to happen? We're going to go. Is it at Seneca? It's at Seneca. Oh, good. We're going to go. We're going to head down up Hurstburn Lane. We're going to skip the Seneca. We're going to smack down the Red Red Hawks. Red Hawks. Red Hawks. Shoot them down with an arrow. You go up Breckenridge and you turn on hikes. You know, you know, Wildcats are be- are. are- Better than the Red Hawks, right? We, we have to get out of here. <laughs> Everybody have a fantastic Thursday night again. We'll see you guys tomorrow, 3 o'clock, and then pregame show, 5 to 6.30. Spend some time with us. We'll get ready for UCF. Uh, see you guys tomorrow. Let's get pumped for football, Madonna. <laughs> ready. <laughs> ready. For you. Well, I'm ready for Justify you. Justify my love. <laughs> to justify my love. Hey, I'm dancing in uh, Sansa Lamb. To justify. <laughs> to justify.